Have you always craved to put a podcast out into this dark, dread-filled world, but didn't have a clue where to begin? Well, look no further. The Anchor app is free of monetary cost, but it will require some sort of payment. A pint of blood? Maybe a firstborn? You could also relinquish your soul. Small price to pay, really. All the creation tools you need to record and edit right on your phone or computer are included. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. The best part is you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the free Anchor app on your phone or go to anchor.fm to get started. Join Anchor today if you think you can hack it. They're tearing this motherfucker up. I don't know. They're chasing some Danny DeVito looking motherfucker through the hospital. Stay until you Bitch, they don't pay me enough for this. But fuck you and your shift. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm out. Bye. Bye. Are you alright? Yeah, I'm on my way home and who? Michael Myers. Uh d- okay, just just lock the door. I'll be home in a sec. Did I check the back seat? Alright. <gasps> Go, Michael, go. 
Haddonfield hasn't been the same without your charm. And now for all of you spectators. Again, I am Mr. Grimley. And tonight's tale is a story of redemption, triumph, mistaken identity, and... Oh, fuck it. You're all here for the kills, right? Good. Tonight, I present to you the people under the scares. Halloween Kills. Welcome back to the People Under the Scares podcast. This is your host, Mike. And today we will be discussing the apparently polarizing movie, Halloween Kills. Uh, With me today, I have returning a Halloween guru, Bobby Torres. What's up, Bobby? Hey, what's up? Oh, you called me a guru. I wouldn't call myself that. I just feel like I'm a fan, but... Well, you know the shit that I don't remember... (laughs) I forget a lot of shit with the Halloween franchise, especially with all the different movies. So I'm gonna be looking to you when I got questions. Okay, okay, <laughs> I I can do it. You know, I love this franchise so much. So I got you. I got you. Okay, uh, and just quickly let let the people know where they can find you. Um, any projects coming up, so they can go uh, follow you and uh, hit and uh, you know hit up your um, your channel. Cool, cool. Um, I'm Bobby Torres on Twitter, Instagram, with a Z, not an S. I have a YouTube channel called Bobby Likes the Spooky. Um, sorry for the recording background. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where I just have hard theme ratings. I do movie reviews, and I actually have a Halloween Kills spoiler-free review dropping a little later today. Uh, but by the time this episode comes out, it should be available. And also, we'll have our um american horror story recap soon as well because we're yes. supposed to be recording that later today as well um so yeah you can find all of that stuff on bobby likes to spook you on youtube that's right and make sure y'all check out because we when we, we go in on american horror story we got plenty of theories flying around bobby is a little outlandish with his but <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm still sticking by it. I guess that's the tar side of me. I'm being stubborn, but whatever. I'll die on that hill. You can My hold it out for this for asylum this uh, connection. Because, look, all right, real quick, we're not going to go off, okay? But you cannot give us another alien season of American Horror Story and not connect it to asylum. If I swear, because we got one episode left, Michael. If we do not get that connection, I'm blowing shit up. <laughs> I am. We need at least a small connection. Like, mention Briarcliff. Mention, you know, a, just mention something from Asylums. You know what I mean? So, I mean, if we don't get that, I'm going to be... It's possible. They might throw in a little a little blurb or something to to quench Man. your thirst. Because you, cause you need this. I just need Alma dead. So if they're going to have it connected, I need her gone. <laughs> oh, to um, Red Tide? That's the only connection I need. I don't need it connected to anything else. <laughs> um, I don't know, Michael. I think they're going to keep her alive. I don't think... If she comes back, uh, which I doubt, um, she's, they're not going to kill her off. 
I just have a feeling. Mm, mm, mm. I want her dead too, though. She's a pain in the ass. She's a good actress, but the, I'm not calling the actress a bitch. But that character's a bitch, and she need to go. <laughs> and, <laughs> Yo. All right, so let's get to these. I've got a few questions for you. I have a little bit less because I know we're going to be going in on this movie. Um, let's see. What is your favorite final girl slash boy kill of a villain? My favorite final boy or girl kill of a, of a villain? So when they killed the villain? Yes. Uh, mm, ooh. That is a good question. Um... Huh. Because not too many villains die. Oh, sure. All right, well, let's... Uh, they, so we think they're dead at the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. All right, so being still we're on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Rob Zombie's Halloween uh, from 2007 where uh, Lori and Michael fall off the balcony together and um, she shoots them. Mm. And the blood splatter all on her and she's like screaming and then it just cuts off. I honestly thought that was iconic and I know Rob Zombie Halloween gets a lot of flat. Um, I have a love-hate relationship with both those movies, but I think I'm more on the love side than hate side just because um, they're fun and I had a good time with them. But in that scene in particular, like, I don't know, it's an iconic scene. Well, I'm not even going to say iconic scene, I would just say iconic shot. Like, I love just the the shooting and then the blood and just her screaming and then it just cuts off. Like I feel like that was great. Um, uh-huh. We don't really have too many final boys. <laughs> That's true. Um, the only one I could think of right away is Ash Williams from Evil Dead, mm. but he's fighting <laughs> uh, um, dead dice. And it's not necessarily like it's a whole bunch of deadites, you know what I mean? It's, it's just an entity of itself, what's going on out there in those woods and cabins and stuff. So, um, I don't know. I have to think on it. But right now, I just got Lori from Rob Zombie's Halloween. Those are some solid picks. Okay. All right. I was thinking, because in my, like you said, there's a lot and they don't really die, but, um, I was thinking also Lori, but in H two O, there's something about there's something about the way she she fucks chops the fuck out of his head and then the music hits. Yeah, and then she there's something real badass at that that moment. Uh... (laughs) And I'm low key hoping she does that in this next movie, but um, me too. Oh, we gonna get it. Oh, we gonna get. Have some yes, feelings. Michael. I love that you mentioned it. I don't know how I did not like remember that. Like that, I remember I got goosebumps when I first watched that scene, just because like she faked them out by reaching mm-hmm. out and down. She just swung that X and just chopped his head off, and then that music, and it's just like it was a sigh of relief. Like you even felt relieved because after all these years, she was hunted by Michael Myers, and she finally killed this motherfucker allegedly. Right. Right. <laughs> Uh, um, that's the real death of Michael Myers. We're not going to include, uh, what is it, Resurrection. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yes, that music hit in and it just gave me goosebumps. And I got goosebumps even throughout Halloween Kills, but we'll get into it as well. So Yes. Oh, by the way, this is a spoiler podcast. I don't do nothing with, with without spoilers. I can't. My mouth is going 
get me in trouble if I do that. <laughs> so this is a spoilers uh, podcast. So if you listen, haven't seen like, Halloween when Kills, I was doing my spoiler. But I was doing my spoiler um, video. Um, yeah, I was trying my best. I had to edit so much stuff out because I slipped. So <laughs> it's hard. Mm-hmm. Y'all got options: the theaters or Peacock, or as I like to refer to it, P Dick. Uh, <laughs> all right, next question. Uh, which oh, I actually I think you answered this kind. Which Michael Myers do you find to be the most terrifying? Mm. Um, the most terrifying. Okay, uh, I of course OG Michael Myers. Like he's, mm. you know, he's iconic. You, you can't not mention him. Um, and I will say also from Halloween to 1981, but that's. The same Michael Myers as you know the first one in 1978, but he's just a little bit more, um, I guess, evil, which kind of mm-hmm. connects to this film too. Because if you think about it, first film he's kind of like just chill, killing and slicing, but he is no blood or whatever. And then apparently he dies, he transcends like Laurie says in this one right here. <laughs> and then in Halloween into 1981, even though we talked about it. Your 2018 video, he becomes a little bit more violent. So I will probably say that Michael Myers is my favorite, and I'll probably say the second. I know you didn't mention this, but I had to throw in the second one in there. Um, Mm -hmm. Is Rob Zombies because I mean, that dude, (laughs) that giant. I agree. Terrifying. I agree. There's something eerie about the original Michael Myers. But the the this one from Halloween Kills and Rob Zombies for me. First of all, I feel like he's. I thought he was running in this movie in the beginning, but maybe it was more like a rush. But um, after I have to stop thinking like he's a zombie or some shit. Like he's supposed to walk slow all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's because the other sequels made him do that. Like they made him become like a zombie, walking slow and shit, and. I think it started with Halloween 1981 because Michael, like he, that dude was power walking in the first one, okay? When Lori was running from the house, he was like, even going down on steps, like he was after her ass. So I don't know where they got this walking shit from, but Michael was was literally about to jog after you. It really bothers me when people run to houses instead of just walk running through the open street till you get somewhere. Mm Mm-hmm. That bothers me. The door's locked. Oh, why are you trying to bang on this door? He's coming for you. Right. This isn't working. You have all the space. <laughs> all the space. Run your ass down the street. <laughs> I'll be running. Just keep running out of the damn neighborhood. Like, fuck that. And you can even take a break. Power walk along with him. And then start running again. <laughs> I don't know. That first movie, he might catch up. Uh, well, he ain't catching up to me. And I'm overweight. So I I know how to pace myself. Now, granted, I haven't been chased in quite a while by somebody. <laughs> so we're going to see. All right, last question so we can really dig into this thing. Um, if you were a resident of Haddonfield and you heard that Michael Myers was out running the streets and killing the hoes, what would you do? Would you stay home? Would you leave town for a while? Or would you join the mob? Um, I will pack my bags. <laughs> I will not join the mob. I will not stay home. I would take my three dogs and say, let's go. <laughs> We're out of here. 
I go on to the next town, Russellville, because they mentioned that throughout the franchise. So I'll head over to Russellville because Haddonfield, mm-mm, it, it ain't it. Let me know when he's dead or he got caught, but nah. <laughs> I agree. I would have been out. I, I I don't feel that strongly enough to be fighting him. So unless, like, I can understand if it's somebody in my family he killed. That I can kind of understand. Right. But the way they were going about it was a little... We we gonna get into that too. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? You just mentioned what was it, Russellville? Mm-hmm. That it's kind of giving me a little um, Fear Street. The um, sh- what is it? Shady Side and Sunnyvale. Yeah, Sunnydale thing. I th- I thought they said Sunnydale. So I was like, wait, is this connected to Buffy? Uh, is it Sunnydale was, or Sunnyville? I think there's a Sunnyvale, but I thought it was Sunnydale at okay. first. Child, why I gotta be sunny? Can we just like <laughs> not do this? Won't get confused. <laughs> but I agree. We leave in town. I staying home for what? And join the mob for what? Because you can't right. fight. But um, all right, let's get into it. Let's because I know we both itching to really <laughs> dig into this movie. All right, yeah. so the... I was just about to say something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The movie picks up with trash ass Cameron, who I feel like they tried to humanize in this movie, and I was I was like I guess whatever I still want him dead. Um, right. He finds Officer Hawkins on the ground after Sartain and Allison leave him, mm-hmm. and then we get a flashback in Haddonfield in 1978. So mm-hmm. what? So like. Let's break down this scene. So, like, what 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 worked in this scene for you? What did not work? Um, so, the very beginning, I got hyped because that airy music with all the credits just 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 give it all to me. And then seeing Cameron, I'm just like, oh god, why has to open with him? Like, why <laughs> is opening with Cameron walking down the street? Whatever, cool. Finds Hawkins, cool. Whatever. Um, like you, I did wish. Um, like, I know they're trying to humanize him in this movie. I know we'll get into it. I know there's a deleted scene where him and Allison actually did make up, like they made up. Uh, mm. But I think that was just a deleted scene because they mentioned something in this movie. Well, actually, in this scene right here, he said something about him messing up with Allison and he's looking for her. But in the deleted scene, they, he actually did find her and they made up and she forgave him and he gave her her phone back. <laughs> so, um, obviously... That's not, you know, relevant. But anyway, with the flashback, I don't know. I was, so far, everything worked for me. Like, when I when we jumped into this flashback, I immediately started cheesing in the theater. I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay, give it to me. You have to have Michael looking right. You have to give me... I have to feel like I'm in 1978. You know what I mean? If you're going yes. to send us back there, it got to look like that. And so far, it worked for me. And um, I was excited. I was excited to revisit 1978 in this moment here. I agree. The friend I went with, he was like, I don't want nothing else. I just want them to start from the moment the last movie ended. And I kind of, in my head, was like, I I don't think that's going to happen. But, Uh, and I'm kind of glad it didn't because I did want to see something that it kind of gives us more insight to what the hell was going on. So we get the flashback of Hawkins chasing Michael. And Michael, I don't know who the actor is off the top of my head who plays Michael in 78, but he did a good job of walking very eerily, turning, staring. Mm-hmm. He, apparently, he's bulletproof. 
or he deflects bullets. <laughs> uh, I think his name is um, Arian or something Armstrong, I believe. Yeah, because there's like um, three of them. I think there's three people playing Michael Myers. Yeah. I know he plays like the main 1978 version of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Nick Castle either jumped right back into like smaller scenes of Michael. I'm not too sure if he actually jumped back in the costume, but I do know that he did the heavy breathing for the for this movie. So that's all Nick Castle. OG Mike. Yeah. So Hawkins is chasing him and then his backup 10 minutes late shows up, including his partner McCabe. And uh, they decide to split up to go try to find Michael. And then we come to the next scene with these three bastards spawns from hell, the Mulaney's. And oh my they gosh, are, I hate them. They're harassing a younger Lonnie. And um, I don't even know what the fuck they're saying. He stole candy from somebody or some shit. It was... I think so. And <laughs> I'm sorry, but this scene right here, I... I it's like they try to humanize Lonnie as well because if you remember, Lonnie was a dickhead towards Tommy mm-hmm. in 1978, and he's kind of getting back to him what he did to Tommy. Right. So I didn't really feel bad. <laughs> I was like, I mean, even though these kids were horrible, but I'm like, Lonnie, you was fucking with Tommy like not too long ago, like that morning. So you're just getting, you know, it's just payback. And, and he basically so the cop pull there's a cop that pulls up to them and tells them that there's a man in a white mask uh, and they need to go home because he's killed three kids up the street or three teens and uh Lonnie is scrambling to get home he looks like he don't know where the fuck he's at first of all he he's scrambling the streets I also want to know how big Haddonfield is supposed to be Right. Because there are moments where they're like, okay, you take the street up here and I'll go this way and that way. I'm like, how big is this fucking town? <laughs> w- Apparently really big, but I don't know. Well, I know it's a small town, but big enough to... Uh, I don't know. Never, never mind. Keep going. <laughs> and Solani, he falls and Michael starts to approach him. He gets in a fetal position and he starts to, you know, apologize for being a piece of shit to um Tommy because he doesn't want to die. He 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 he's you no know, confessing in a way. Um Hawkins and the officer McCabe, they find him and they see Michael's disappeared. And this is when he calls him Lonnie calls him the boogeyman. And I do kind of like that they he has like different nicknames. I like the yeah. shape. I like the boogeyman. I mean it's not just Michael Myers. Right. Now, the it, but they always they also reference him as it, it must die. <laughs> yes. So he got a lot of nicknames. Now he ain't Pennywise, so I don't like the it part. But he true, true. <laughs> All right, the officers they go to the Myers house as McCabe starts telling his story about how he grew up with Michael, which I was like he was six when he killed him, so I don't know about grew up, but you okay, you hung out with him when y'all were little kids. And he thought he was a little strange because he would stare out of his sister's window. Which they mention a lot in this movie. And I'm yeah, wondering what that's a little about. Bit. Oh, good. Good, 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 good. Especially good. with Judy Greer. But we'll get into that too. Oh, Judy. Judy. Yes. All right. Let's not jump. All right, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm 
wine is starting to boil. All right. The cops, <laughs> the cops enter the Myers house and they split up to investigate, which I think is stupid. I, I'm not a police officer, so I don't know what training they get. But I would feel like you're supposed to be together and just go from room to room. One person searches while the other one is covering you. But whatever. Um, Officer McCabe, he enters Judith Myers' bedroom, I believe. And he stares outside of her window. And he looks down to see these shoe prints, recent shoe prints, mind you. And this is the first part that had the theater jumping. Like, Michael rushed out from the side and yoked his ass up. on. (laughs) Dude, I really jumped. And I was just like, yo, I was not expecting it. I believe that's probably the only scene I jumped at but in this movie. But that shit was effective. And it was, uh, you know, reminiscent to what he did to Bob in 1978 mm-hmm. when the door opened and Michael just came out of here choking his ass. I mean, he yoked him up like he owed him money or some shit. And he was slamming right. him into the wall, started choking him. Hawkins enters the room. I'm assuming Hawkins is like, almost a rookie or something because mm-hmm. he granted this is a situation that's high high intense so um he ends up shooting his partner in the neck and now this part i was like get the fuck out of here with this so michael just right. walks off michael walks off hawkins is shooting and missing every motherfucking <laughs> shot like <laughs> he power walks through the house and he's missing every shot and right. then michael goes outside Hawkins goes to check on his his partner who dies, and he, uh, I guess the officer wanted to know that they at least got Michael if he's going to die, and he tells him they did, and we see Doctor Loomis, who's asking yes. if Michael has killed again, and the theater was applauding when that part came up, mm-hmm. and then we get this really. It's kind of disturbing the way Michael was standing and looking at the cops. So good. So good. So good. I just love that whole... But apparently, Christopher Nelson, who did did the effects for Halloween 2018 and this movie, that was a real actor, and he just put prosthetics and hair pieces on on him. But he said it was no CGI at all. At all. Which was crazy. I was just like... That yeah. is. I really thought that was like some kind of effects, and I was like, this looks real. <laughs> right. That's what I was saying. I'm like, that looks real. But no, he was just like, no, we just got somebody um, that resembles him, but we just used prosthetics um, from Dr., you know, from Donald Pleasance, and uh, just, you know, try to, res- you know, try to create that Dr. Loomis character on, you know, this new actor's face. And they did the hair and the cat, just everything. It, it was perfect. And when we see Michael just staring all kind of like how he was when he was a little boy, when his parents called mm-hmm. him after killing Judith, it was the same pretty much scene. And then you just, it was that still shot too. Like, you know how when Michael, when he got caught, like, yeah. it was just like the camera was panning back, but nobody wasn't moving. It was the same scene here. Like, you see Dr. Loomis in the back, you see the, the police pointing their guns at him and Michael just standing there and the camera was panning back. So fucking good. And that mask, by the way. Yes. I love it. I'm gushing. Like, I, I'm... All right, let me stop. I'm just getting too excited. Those are the... <laughs> I need to find these Michael Myers masks. Because some of the ones I've seen, I was like, I don't want this one. I probably would have to doctor it up or something. But, um... Yeah. Ooh, somebody was in our theater where, dressed as Michael Myers. 
kids. <laughs> and I was like, they better not sit behind us because I need to see everything going on up in here. Because you never right. know. People crazy out here. And um, Yeah. But yeah, he had a real good mask too. Yes. So then we Home get Home the title card for Halloween Kids. I just got chills. Yes. Sorry. Flaming Pumpkins. But... I don't even like pumpkins, but this mo- these movies, Halloween 2018 and mm-hmm. Halloween Kills, these are these are these are making me fans, not taste wise, but visually, I'm, I'm feeling yeah. pumpkins. It reminded yeah, me it of great. Sleepy Hollow, although I don't know if the head or if the pumpkins were on fire, but that's what it was reminding me of a little bit. Yeah, you're right, because uh, there's different like um, iterations of Sleepy Hollow, and I do remember seeing like art where you know the headless horseman and the pumpkin and the eyes and mouth and stuff is on fire and the Mm -hmm. jack-o'-lantern so it it do remind me of that but that opening was just great and also like these credits especially this new halloween theme yeah i oh my gosh like it fits so well with this opening and it it plays again Mm -hmm. um throughout the movie and it fits so perfectly and it's like uh, I think it's like a, I don't know if it's a choir or some type of instrument that's playing that's throughout the theme, but it just adds to like the eeriness of that theme, and I fucking love it. Like, I don't know how people's hating on this fucking movie. It's such a good time. Yeah, I like to think that I th- that it's a choir singing. I, I like it's the same people who would sing the Omen background. Like that's mm. what I like to, even though I'm sure that's not the case. But in my head, that's what it is. And right. yeah, people hating on the movie. Like, I guess people aren't going to like it. That's fine. But I I guess my question would be, so which is your favorite Halloween movie? And what are the differences between this one and that one that you don't like? But we can get into that at the end of this. Because I, okay. I wanted to know the reasons that people were like telling you they didn't like it. Okay. We can dig into that a little later. <laughs> So after the title cards, we are now transported to the bar at Haddonfield, where we meet your girl Carmela playing Vanessa. Yes, I was cheesing so hard. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that she, like, I knew she was going to have a bigger Mm -hmm. scene here. Obviously, when I talked to her, but I didn't know it was going to like open up with her sitting here talking with her husband and giving all the sense that I wanted. I said, "Yeah, she is a fuck." Love her. Yeah, she had a really good prominent role in this movie. Yes. So we fi- we have Vanessa, who is a doctor dressed as a nurse, and her husband, Marcus, who is a nurse dressed as a doctor, which I'm guessing by their personalities, we're supposed to get the fact that she's way more assertive than he is, which she oh, is. Yeah. And then we meet some familiar names and faces. Tommy mm-hmm. Doyle. We already we have Lonnie, then mm-hmm. we have Marion Chambers, the nurse, and Lindsay Wallace, Kyle Richards, who I think had some stipulations in her contract for this movie, but we will talk about yes. that when we get to her scene. <laughs> same here. I mean, she she did that shit, but I feel the same way, Michael. <laughs> so Tommy Doyle is giving um, Anthony Michael. No, wait. Okay, there's two two actors yes, with similar Anthony, names. Anthony Michael Hall. There we go. 
His he has a great uh, serious voice. When he was giving that speech, it it, it was giving me um, chills a little bit. Same. He's really intense. Um, he could probably do horror narrations or something. But anyway, he goes through this. He gives a speech about the Haddonfield boogeyman and wants to honor the survivors of Michael Myers, who are four of them are there in the bar. Right. And you get a sense of how intense he is just from this. So at first I was feeling him. But later on in the movie, I, I, I'm going to have to cut him. But um, because <clears throat> he, he, I was like, okay, way. you're doing too much. So we immediately cut to Lori, Karen, and Allison being driven away from Lori's burning house while fire trucks head to her house, which we all saw in the trailer. Right? And while they are searching the house, one of them falls into the basement. Now, this scene, why the fuck is there a shutter in the damn basement? Right. I'm assuming that's where Lori kept her weapons, weapons or something hidden. I don't I'm not I'm not too sure. I have to go back and watch 2018 because I do be I think I remember I seen like some like I'm not too sure if it was like a shutter or like a metal one, but I do think there was a place where she kept her weapons. Mm-hmm. But I I don't think that was like closed off completely, so but that was weird. The only thing I can think is if she gave herself an option if she were trapped down there with him and the place yeah. was on fire that she would have an option of um, hiding. But I was like, this isn't real convenient. And he was just waiting for any human being to show up so he can kill somebody. Right. <laughs> so he fucks that dude scene, up. Though. It was good. It was really... <sighs> him walking out of the house that's on fire with... with the um, water dripping down. That was that was a good shot. Dramatics, love it. It's going to be a forever like iconic shot. Absolutely. And so you have the firefighters who, uh, uh, what is it like seven, eight of them maybe? They have axes. One has like a sledgehammer. Someone has mm-hmm. one of those um, saws. Omari Hardwick had an army of the dead, and they knew yes. they were just about to fuck it up. And Michael came out there on some, <clears throat> I don't even, <laughs> it, I already talked to you last time about how he's so old for him to be doing these things. He, he right. lifted this dude up while stabbing yeah. him and not even a little bit up above his head, basically. Yes. Insane. Like, this shows you right here that Michael is not to be fucked with. Like, again, mm-hmm. <laughs> I really feel like every time Michael does die, he does get stronger. Mm-hmm. And I don't, like, even though the, and that's one thing that kind of confused me too for the 2018 film because at one point where Laurie is talking to the investigative journalist, <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't, but like when they said that, I was like, Y'all, y'all, y'all got a podcast too. Um, but she made sure to say, well, he's a human being. We need to like remember that. But now, like, I think she had a change of mind. I'm like, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but like it makes sense. Every time this man like kills and maybe even dies, like I don't think he legit dies. I think he mm-hmm. kind of just 
like keeps re like I don't I don't even know we went on call later. He keeps evolving, and then every time he evolves, he gets fucking stronger. So it's just like. I mean, That's... he was strong in 2018, but now in this one, he's literally fucking up these uh, firefighters. He's mad as and fuck. Yeah, um, it's like the rage is there. So you might have to be on to something because maybe he is dying. Well, I don't think he got burned to death, but something's. I'm wondering if in the final movie, if they're going to explain something to give us like insight what the fuck is going on with him like i'm wondering if they're going to talk about the whole him staring into his reflection and why that is a big deal yes yes because they always say even in the original movie staring out the window but in this one they made it um known that they was like he's not just staring out the window well he's not actually staring out the window he's staring at his own reflection mm-hmm. but that get into my I'm not, like Good it's theories. not a big theory, but it get into like my situation with Judy Greer character Karen. So yeah, all right, yeah, we're gonna save that because I know you want to go off. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> so the Strodes enter the hospital, which is to me is Laurie's safe haven because I was not expecting her ass to be up in this hospital the whole movie. But right. um, okay, come on, Jamie Lee Curtis, get that money and lay your ass in that bed. <laughs> Don't Look, that's what she did. Give them um, speeches. In '81, her ass was pretty much not like non-existent in that film. She probably only got like what six minutes, seven minutes of airtime throughout the whole movie. So it's kind of like like that again. It's just she actually has more dialogue and still managed to be very badass even after getting a surgery and recovery. Yes. We also get a, a scene of Karen and Allison uh, grieving temporarily because they lost their husband and father, which, to remind you, this is the same night as the yes. first movie. Right? And then we're sent to a scene where we meet Lori's neighbors, a couple, Roger and Sandra. And uh, Sandra is flying her drone through the living room. She's actually killing it. She was doing, I would never be able to do that. And then, I love her. She was so focused. <laughs> <laughs> she was flipping it in the air and shit. I didn't even know they could uh-huh. do that. And then it crashes in the nearby a uh, nearby room. Roger takes the controller to fly it back, but it is thrown out of that room onto a chair, which is like, what the fuck? That's not supposed right. to move like that. <laughs> and so <laughs> Roger slowly approaches <laughs> the room to investigate. And Sandra, this is also a point where people were cracking up in the theater. Sandra grabs her a bottle. Yes. I guess she yes. thinks she's going to crack him upside the head, whoever it is, right? Look, it's better than picking up nothing. Like, she didn't True. expect it was going to be a Michael Myers, big-ass man. Like, I went up, in my theater experience, like, watching it, I had people behind me, and it was like, I know that's right. Right. <laughs> but you picked it up. Right. Like, <laughs> You're going to do something. Yeah, something. So Roger, he gets to the room, he turns on the light, and Michael quickly breaks that shit. And when I tell you that scene scared the fuck out of me and a lot of people in the theater, the way he quickly just snapped. So Roger screams. He had like a decent scream too. And then he, he locks the door and he's telling Sandra that there's a big fucking dude in the bathroom call the cops. Michael breaks No, everybody in the theater started cracking up the moment. He was like, there's a man. He said, there's a man with a monster mask. Oh, yes. Something along those lines. (laughs) (laughs) And how he said it, his delivery was so funny. He's funny as fuck. He's on a show. I don't know if y'all have seen the show Rescue Me. He is funny as fuck. And that is a good show. 
So y'all should check that out. I'll check it. His character is basically the same. <laughs> I'm here for it. So as he's warning Sandra, Michael busts through the window, well, punches through the window, grabs him, pulls his head through, and then slams his neck down on broken glass. And then pulls him through the damn <laughs> through the window. Crazy. Meanwhile, Sandra's screaming, and then she this is when everybody's like, now bitch, what the fuck are you doing? So right. she gets to the door. She starts to unlock it, but then she turns around and just kind of freezes. Right. And I I, I got questions. What? <laughs> Me too. Michael, I was flabbergasted. I was just like, what? Like, he's standing at that doorway for a while, just staring at her. Don't you continue unlocking the door? And then when he walked over to get the um the light or whatever, mm-hmm. she could have kept she could have been continuing working on that lock to leave. But I'm probably thinking that she's in shock, or it's, yeah. if it's not shock, that she's too scared. If she tried to continue, he'll rush over to her. That was my only theory with that. I'm like, he, right, which he probably she would have. To keep going. He's gonna like rush over to her, so she probably was just like, you know what? Let me just fight this shit off. Well, you know how they say there's fight and flight. I feel like there's a third option, and it's just like tremble in fear and don't move. So that was basically her. And I was like, what, what, I, what happened to the bottle? I completely missed that. And then she had a knife in her hand. Wasn't right. swinging it. This, this is kind of when I miss scream deaths, because at least some of them will try to fight before they get killed. True. True. But he <laughs> he, he, he busts the, uh, what is it, like a fluorescent light bulb, one of them long ones? Yeah. And stabs her in the neck. That shit went in so smooth, too. Right yes. So she's falling out, and then he drags poor, poor Roger <laughs> onto the kitchen table, and then he starts playing, I guess, a little game. He takes one knife, stabs him in the back, then he goes for another. He does this like five times. Yo! One more knife, stabs I, him. As Sandra's watching, that is fucked up. I believe that like he set her up like that so she can watch him, th- like, watch him do that to her husband. Mm. Like, that scene right there was like really fucked up to me because I'm just like he he purposely did that so he can so she can watch him like continue to keep mm. even though Roger's already dead. But yeah. Michael's just like you know what I'm gonna fuck with you more. You're still alive. I'm gonna let you bleed out while I continue to keep torturing you and while I keep killing your husband. So he takes those knives and Michael even do it like in a like huh? It's like childlike. Like what will this do? Yeah, what would this do? And it's just. I don't know. Or maybe, again, every, again, every time he kills each dead, he, like Lori said, he transcends. So Michael's like, let mm. me step up my points. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me keep getting some stabs because I don't know how this night going to go. So True. <laughs> do, you do, think, do you think Sandra's still alive? Because part of me is wondering no. if she's going <laughs> to... No. She's, she's done, Michael. She like, was still she, breathing. <laughs> She uh, she got stabbed in the neck with one of those, and I I think she probably bled out. Like unless somebody went over there right away and helped her, like it's not like a little cut. Like I think she probably would have like, bled I, out. I'm assuming that once um, the sheriff and them saw that there was a massacre at Lori's house, which well I'm kind of jumping ahead, but that they and Michael's loose, that they would check nearby homes to see. Well, I don't know. Maybe she's dead. Maybe she isn't. Yeah, I would like her to be alive because I like her. But um, 
Yeah, I think she's gone. She ain't coming back. Yeah. <laughs> I will say one thing about these characters so far, I really do enjoy. Even though we get very small time with them, mm-hmm. um, I really do like them. And it's like, I want to see more of them. And most of these characters are um, people of color or different people. Like, you got queer representation in here now. Mm-hmm. And you have, like, black people in Haddonfield. You know what I mean? And then you don't just see one black person. You got a black couple. And then you got Sandra. And then you right. got the sheriff. And, like, these characters so far, like, I actually do enjoy like, I wish I had, I wish I seen more of them. What I do appreciate about this is that it's not a town full of A-list Hollywood looking people um, mm-hmm. being killed. I, I believe like, okay, this is a town full of regular people. Right. And yeah, they definitely have a lot of black people in this town. I did not know Haddonfield had this many black people. They upgraded. Um, good for you know, them. Haddonfield was very white in the 70s, but you know, throughout the years, 40 years later, they better have some black people. Shit. I mean, there probably was white flight after Michael Myers, but um, oh yeah, <laughs> so the black people showed. Yeah, they were just like, yeah, um, they left. They're like, we gonna get out of Haddonfield, and then you know the black folks showed up. Like, oh, these houses are cheap. We gonna right. get this, and here we go. <laughs> so we, Sheriff Barker, Hollywood from Queen Sugar, he shows up. Um, him and his department, at, and they are the, now the remains of Lori's house. And the massacre that took place there with the firefighters. And then they learn that Michael Myers is responsible and he is on the loose. So we cut quickly to the back to the bar. And everyone's getting notifications on their phones of the deaths that took place in Haddonfield that night. So people are kind of on edge. And some people are starting to speculate that it's Michael again. Which they would be correct. Um... So Vanessa and Marcus are like, okay, we're getting the fuck up out of here because they saw that a lot of the murders took place on their street that night. Mm-hmm. And Marcus forgets his stethoscope inside and leaves Vanessa to get in the car by herself. And <laughs> the thief was like, what? <laughs> and she does it. Everybody was laughing in the theater when he like, oh, snap, I forgot my stethoscope. <laughs> How he said it was so funny. <laughs> And you can tell Vanessa with this Oprahum because, and if you remember, he said that in 2018 as well. Like, if you listen like closely, when Michael was um, after that one track shot, when Vanessa and Marcus was coming out the house, he said, "Oh snap, I forgot my stethoscope." And Vanessa was like, "Really?" And she continued to walk to the car. So he keep leaving his fucking stethoscope. <laughs> she, Vanessa's tired of telling him what to do. Vanessa feels like his mama, and he don't be listening to her. Right. <laughs> I was getting that all throughout their scenes together. But she goes by herself into that car. And I was like, girl, this car is fogged up. I don't see any other fogged windows in this parking lot. Remember? Hmm? Remember Andy from 1978? Lori's friend. Remember when she went in that car? Well, when she first went to the car, it was locked. The keys went back. It was foggy as shit. But she didn't notice that. And then Michael got her ass. So that was kind of like homage in the scene with Vanessa. People, check your back seats before you get in the cars. Yes! You never know. Michael might be back there or even Brenda from Urban Legend. Who knows? <laughs> or Chucky or, uh, or anybody could be up in your back seat. So just check it. Right. <laughs> so she sees a figure move in the back seat and obviously she jo- jumps out screaming and they go into the bar and let everybody know. And so everyone's alerted. Tommy grabs a bat 
and approaches the car. And this is when we first hear Evil Dies Tonight, which I was over that fucking saying by the end of this movie. Me too. Me too. Before we jump right back to that, can I tell you how I laughed at the part where Vanessa was like, she's like, baby, baby, and the Michael Myers in the car, please check it out, check it yeah. out. And everybody started cracking because she was like pushing him to like to look at it. He was like, he was check like, it no, out. Like that shit. I ain't checking. What the fuck is wrong with you? Very and realistic. she said something smart and ran into the bar. She said like, you're useless or something. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't either. Who's doing that? <laughs> But yeah, Marion Chambers, when I think she's the first person that mm-hmm. says that. She says, um, evil dies tonight. And I was like, okay. But like you said, Michael, how many times they say it in this movie? I'm like, girl, okay. Evil <laughs> dies tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. But then I'm, I was thinking, like, y'all say evil dies tonight. And technically evil does, well, I, I don't know what's going to happen in Halloween ends. Apparently, I don't think Halloween ends is going to continue after this. Uh, night apparently um but who knows maybe david Gordon green is capping us up but i feel like what happens in this film we all, all know michael myers is evil but head and feel with the whole mob situation the, something happens obviously we're gonna get there but something happens where you know somebody dies Mm-hmm. And I consider that at that moment the town of Haddonfield to be evil. Like I feel like y'all are the cause. Not I know Michael Myers is the cause of this, but y'all actions as well as yes. like all the shit is happening. Y'all are pretty evil too because look what y'all did to this poor person. I'm so sorry to jump ahead, but Shady I just side. considered it at that time they're evil <laughs> as well. It, def- it, it definitely taps into this whole like how. How deep uh, is that layer of when we are just broken down to the point where we say, fuck the rules, fuck um, all sense of decency. We're just going to do what the fuck we want to do. And I mean, part of me feels like I feel it. Another part of me is like, but y'all doing too much. Um, Yes. But okay, so and we definitely when we get to that scene, I, I definitely have thoughts. Because that was making me a little uneasy. Right, so yeah, we get to Tommy. He's approaching the car. And then they, the driver turns on the lights, starts playing classical music, opera music. Something First of all, lines. is that something? I don't imagine <laughs> Vanessa and Marcus listening to anything like that. Because that was their car, right? Yeah, that was their car. I can see Marcus. Oh, yeah, True. But who's like, it's Halloween night. Why y'all listening to that shit when y'all wait to like a party or a bar? Like, y'all drawing. <laughs> you know, but so, so I, when I do go to the club with people, right? Like, they should know not to go with me because I will not be playing music that'll get y'all like ready to be in the club. Like, it'll be Disney music. It'll be songs from soundtracks, like Grease and <laughs> hairspray mm-hmm. and shit. Like, I, I'm not the person that you want to be riding with. So I, I can kind of believe it. <laughs> but those are fun. But those are fun songs, though, Michael. Like, the Green soundtrack, like, you can actually dance and have a good time. It makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Like, the shit that they were listening to, like, maybe that's why Vanessa was irked in that bar. <laughs> she was like, this is how we going to, like, start our night. <laughs> I got to listen to this, listen to this bullshit. I'm supposed to be having fun and be listening to this, but whatever. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was just funny. Uh, the driver speeds off 
Um, which I, I don't know about you, but I kind of figured this is not Michael, but they they don't know oh, yeah. this at the time, right? And yeah. so he speeds off, gets in an accident very soon, and then we con- are confirmed that it is not Michael. It is someone uh, not of his stature, definitely can't <laughs> move like he moves. Uh, so we're like, and in my head, I'm like, okay, this is like foreshadowing of some shit about to pop off. Mm-hmm. Same. And they showed him. I think that's why uh, Vanessa thought it was Michael Myers because when they were in the bar, they did show mm-hmm. two of the patients that escaped. They showed the guy that was actually in the back of the car, and they actually showed Michael Myers. Right. But when they showed Michael Myers, they blurred it out so we wouldn't see it because they switched it really quick. I'm like, all right, we see that guy. Right. But then when you actually see Michael, I was like, all right, they blurred it off so we won't actually see his face. But honestly, that's us watching. These people at the bar should know, like, who it is. They just did, like, they blurred it off, obviously, because, you know, as fans, you don't want us to get a close look at Michael Myers too much without his mask. But in actuality, in the movie, these people know what Michael Myers looked like. Right. Um, and at so- the very least, they know what size he is. I just yeah, wish they chose someone who was similar looking to him because I don't buy that right. these people think they're being killed by someone that looks like the penguin. I don't buy right. that. Yo, I was just thinking that. I was thinking like Danny DeVito in my head. <laughs> like to me, that was like, that was like a small thing, but I was like, I'm gonna look past it. I'm having a good time. I'm gonna just look past it. <laughs> Not the thing when that memory turns. And but that, it's the truth. But it, it pissed me off. And it, we'll get there though. Go ahead. Sorry. Because I'm about so, to blow up on the tangent about <laughs> later, but not there yet. The next scene we are introduced to the Johns, Big and Little John. Um I love them. I did like these characters. Um I kinda thought Big John was kinda cute when he was singing and dancing. Me too. Michael, me too. I'm like that. Mm. I don't know if it was just like what he was wearing and his whole vibe mm-hmm. and just I don't know what it is, but I was like, I see you. <laughs> <laughs> and we have little John, Michael McDonald, who's also Stuart mm-hmm. from Mad TV, and I could not stop seeing that when I was watching this movie. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Look what I can do. <laughs> and it wasn't anything about his performance. I he did well. I did enjoy him, but I could not get that out of my mind <laughs> as I was watching this movie. I was thinking like he faced off now Michael Myers and he faced off against the Leprechaun as well. He was a <gasps> Leprechaun. Right. I think was it two? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> that one. All he gotta do is uh, face off against Freddy and Jason, and he's good. Let's have him live in the horror movie, y'all. Let's have him like really. Right. Let's make him. Let's make him a final boy. I want to see. That would be cute. I, I would like to see that. Is he um queer in real life? I think he is. Um, okay. Ooh, am I outing somebody right now? If he is, <laughs> we're sorry. We don't want to assume. I don't know. I just like even in Leprechaun, like how like you know, I, I just got that vibe from him in Leprechaun too. And like I, I have to check out his other work and maybe even just watch an interview or something. I mean, maybe that's just his business. But I assume that's what he was. But I apologize if. If he's not, he did this role quite well because I believed it. Um, Yeah. I will say, like, those characters weren't, like, typical, like, 
stereotypical gays that we see like in horror movies where you have like um the super like outspoken feminine one that's maybe even a little flamboyant because you know how media is in hollywood they always every time there's a gay character they always got to be that stereotype of a gay person and i appreciate that they didn't do that with these two characters here i feel like they were just two men you know actually just married celebrating halloween having a good time in their home well, yeah, I don't think they were... Well, I didn't get... Fam- I kind of got in between. They were like mask and fem at the same time. From now. Yeah, exactly. And, and one was you making how, like, a charcuterie like, board. They do give you that like overly flamboyant character. It's like, yo, we're not always like that. Like, Why do they portray gay men like that? I think they do it... It depends on who's like in... Um, in charge of shit because sometimes I get the feeling that it's put in because they know people will laugh at the gay characters if they're flamboyant. Right. Um, even during these scenes, I could hear snickering going on. And this right. wasn't even quote unquote over the top. Exactly. So you can so you see that you can have gay characters on there that's not a stereotype too much, um, and still can make you laugh. Without yeah. being like the loud one or the sassy one or just, you know, that stereotype. And I think we are getting to a place where it's getting better, where we'll have more options so that we can have feminine people. We can have masculine people. We can have people who are neither or, well, not neither, people who are both. Right. Right. And it's not something that we are so, like, focused on. So, like, right. now we have confirmed at least two characters in this movie and not just one. <laughs> So who knows how many we're gonna have in the future? True. Um, I love a good shaku—not shaku, charcuterie board. <laughs> <laughs> so that I actually went out the next day and I got me one of the little mini ones. Oh really? Yes, I love those. Yes. Bougie cool. snacks with my little wine. <laughs> I love. Okay, so there's a bang at their door, right? And it's three children. This town, I'm like, are there not that many children? (laughs) It's three little kids. But you know what? This is later Halloween night. That's what it is. Yeah, because you remember it was all those kids before, but Mm -hmm. I guess it's later now, especially with the news of um, the Michael Myers escaping and the other patients. They probably got their kids like locked in the house. But these three badass kids, child... Yes, yeah, so you have a little girl, and she's um, telling them that they took, or her sister took some candy and ate it, and there was a razor blade in it, and she's bleeding out on their front lawn. So they go out to check on her, and I was like, I already noticed some bullshit. And so their door, front door closes, and at first they got me, because I was like, wait, is Michael in their house? And the kids don't know about it, but no, it's a prank, and there's a third kid who walked his ass up in their house. Mm-hmm. Where they do this at? You... <laughs> I would have got... I would curse them the fuck out. First of all, like, all right, you're pranking me. This is the trick, not the treat. Cool. But you're not going to come up in my fucking house and take my shit. Like, that's... The whole ball. That's like... Yeah, like, you're trespassing. In my face... Like, first of all, he was tall enough to get fucked up. I don't know how old he was, but he was their size. So you <laughs> trespassing and you stealing my shit. Okay. Right. 
So they decide to tell them the story of Michael Myers, which they had not heard of, which maybe makes sense at this 40 years later. Right. But and then we find out that they are living in the Myers house and they did that shit because the house looks amazing on the inside. It looks great. So after they scare the kids off, we cut back to the hospital. Uh, Lori's uh, Lori is under. She's recovering from her surgery and the sheriff and another officer come to question Karen and Allison. They are still under the impression that Michael's dead and they let them know that Michael is still alive and on the loose. Um, Cameron comes to try to recruit Allison and this scene when he was talking to Karen, I was like, who the fuck you talking to? Right. You're not just taking my daughter somewhere. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm surprised that Karen, I don't know. Like, I understand everybody's is like, you know, they're very intense at this moment because of what's going on and stuff. But like, Karen should have got Cameron out of here. Like, yeah, I got, like and I mean, she did yell at uh, Allison. Was like, no, you're staying here, going to the room with your grandmother now. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, the mother instincts is coming out now because before I can tell Allison just didn't give a fuck about like your opinions on anything mm. about life, especially in the 2018 movie. But in this one, I can tell that Karen is like, you know, she's a little bit more fed up. She Especially is losing her husband. I definitely think for her it was a struggle. It, it was like two sides of her: the child that was raised by Lori, and then who she was um, raised with afterwards. Were kind of struggling because it seemed parts of her were irritating the shit out of me because she seemed to be in denial about a lot, and the other oh, yeah. side of me was like, "Yes, bring this bad bitch out because this is what I wanted to see. Bring it out." Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she gives a little, it, it was okay. It was like a timid yell, go in there and stay with your grandmother. I was right. like, I needed it a little bit stronger and I needed her to curse Cameron out, but it didn't happen. But right. Cameron's trying to recruit Allison. But what would you do in that situation though? Like I was saying it cause a lot of people was just like, well, like after that whole moment at the, the dance, would you still be mad at Cameron during all of this? Like you just lost <sighs> your father, your grand, you almost was killed. Your mother was almost killed. And, uh, Michael, Michael, like probably not. There's a lot going on. Would you still be like? I think that's at that moment is petty. Like, yeah, yeah I'm not in the fucking nacho cheese or whatever it is. I'm not but, concerned about it at that moment. No. Yeah, like when this is all done and over with, then I'm gonna be really upset with you. But at this moment, like we are, yeah, we're cool. But it did. I but I also can understand why people would be upset because I think as her phone was ringing, I think wasn't it her mom calling her? I think it was it was Lori or her mom, mom, one of them. Yeah. So maybe things would have been different if that wouldn't have never happened. As far as you know, I'm throwing her phone inside of that. So I don't know. It's really weird. But I wouldn't have been mad at him at that moment. Yeah, there ain't time for that. That's like people fucking when they're being chased by a killer. Like, this is not the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not the time. We'll talk about this later if we both survive. But right <laughs> now, like, there's bigger things happening. People are dying around us, so. And so Cameron is recruiting Allison to go with Tommy and these other groups of people to hunt Michael down, which I was kind of feeling. Again, in the beginning, I was like, okay, I could see this. I, I, kind of Very believable. I could definitely see this happening. And then um, Allison sneaks out, right? And so we got Lonnie, Cameron, Tommy, Vanessa and Marcus. I don't know what the fuck they're doing because I would not have done that. They join the group. <laughs> Lindsay 
Marion Chambers and Allison, and they're getting strapped up to go after Michael, right? <laughs> it's so, yeah, Vanessa and Marcus, y'all are not. This is not what I don't know why. I just I, why why did y'all do this? Right, like I think they probably would have not to jump too far ahead, but this is a spoiler. At this point, most mm-hmm. people should have. But I think this kind of led to what happened to them because if they just would have went home, maybe. Yeah. But I probably felt if they went home, they probably would have been even more scared because this man is on the loose. Do you know what I mean? So they probably thought that they had a better chance. Like, all right, let, let's stick with, you know, we got a, a little crew here. You know, I'm with Lindsay, Marianne, Tommy. So we're good. You know, like nothing's going to happen. Wait, but, I'm staying where mm-hmm. the people at. If everybody's in the bar, that's where I'm going to be at. So if he comes up in there, I know at least five, six people getting got before me, so I can run away. Right. <laughs> I'm not joining the mob of three people to go look for somebody in a whole in a whole town. Right. But go off, Vanessa Marcus. Y'all want to do? I mean, look, it gave some good kills, so that's yeah. good. So we have Lindsay, Marion, Vanessa, and Marcus, and they're driving past a playground, and we see two out of the three little brats. In the playground, swinging. And I want to kick that little girl off that swing so bad. Her like, mouth. Oh my god. Her mouth. <laughs> I, I did not like. Where's that. your mother? Where is she? They would have got left right. first. Of all. <laughs> right. Right, Michael. You're the definition of fuck them kids. Absolutely. <laughs> like, they they want to be out in this playground. Bye. <laughs> I would have screamed. Y'all need to leave. There's a killer on the loose out of the window, and that would have been it. <laughs> but Lindsay, she decides she's going to get out the car, which this scene was irritating to me because I was like, somebody needs to get in the driver's seat just in case. But they didn't do that. <laughs> she goes over to the playground to talk to them. And they're like, some man in a white mask is playing hide and seek. Lindsay turns around and then Michael's behind the fucking truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's she, man, man. Yes. One of, the, one, of the, one of their friends. Oh, yes. Which are those... <laughs> So I was trying to like pick out little um, tidbits. I was like, are the, there masks in this mask from Halloween 3? Yeah. Okay. So those are the season of the witch mask. And I believe, I have to double check. I don't know if those are the same kids that were trick-or-treating when they showed the Halloween 3 mask, mm-hmm. uh, the Silver Shamrock mask in the 2018, because I think they were smaller. But... Um, apparently, like these masks are very, very popular. If you know, if they're rare, yeah. and if those are not the same kids. But yeah, those are the the silver shamrock masks. And okay. Michael got the tall one apparently because good yeah, blood. Good. <laughs> you don't just walk up in people's houses stealing their shit. So good. Right. And <laughs> so Lindsay tells him, "Run! Don't stop running. He'll kill us all." Um, <laughs> Marion sees Michael behind him. The, her her um, expressions and noises she was making in this scene had me cracking up. Her being like, oh, oh. And so, so they Michael's on top of the truck as Lindsay's taking a sack. At first, I was like, what the fuck is she doing? And then right. um, Michael's on top of the truck. He's throwing um, something on the front windshield. Marion shoots there. So, like, wasting all her bullets. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, she's waving the gun around. Vanessa and Marcus, like, bitch, you about to shoot us? Can you? <laughs> right. It was like, Marion, watch that gun. 
Then she locks them all inside so they can't get out. <laughs> Marion go- Michael, would you be upset that you got locked in the car? She would have been slapped in the face. It, so I'm Michael sorry. Won't get in. You said what? Like I understand you're locking it so he can't get in, but we can't get out. So right. <laughs> I, I'm like not understanding. One side, at least one of us will, or at least two of us can get out the other side. Or also, vice versa. what kind of like, were, were there child locks on the fucking doors? Like, why can't they open it? Right. <laughs> Maybe she's a mother. Maybe that's what it is, and she has child yeah. locks on. But um, Michael pulls Marion's head out the window. <laughs> Vanessa, did she break the window? Or did Michael? No, Michael broke the window on Vanessa's side. She hopped out. So I thought she dipped up out of there. Right? And so it left Marcus there. Marcus tries to help Marion. And then Michael gets a fistful of her hair and it's ripped. Yes. So then. I didn't get you. I didn't get you 40 years ago, but I got you this time. (laughs) Let's, Let's try this again. Marcus then goes to the door to try to get out. Michael hops down in front of the door. And Marion goes to open hers to shoot him, and she's out of bullets. And this, and when she starts doing the oh, oh that made me laugh too. <laughs> no, and, everybody laughed at that part. Right? So like, this is for Doctor Loomis, and then click, click. Poor thing. Michael even took to say like, "Bitch, what?" <laughs> and she was like, oh, "Oh." And then he just started leaning in and stabbing her. Marcus, right. sir, what the fuck were you doing? Instead of trying to leave, he try. I mean, he tries to help her, right? But he tries to choke him with his stethoscope. He's obsessed with his stethoscope. He yeah. tries to choke him. Michael Michael turns his head like, what the fuck is this? You are no <laughs> challenge to me. And then he stabs him through the eye. That was, yo, I gagged at that. was not expecting it. Like, when that knife went through there and just seeing, like, him fall back, I was just like, yo, mm. <laughs> that's wild. Th- th- these kills. Insane. They what? And then after that, we hear gunshots. So I'm like, Vanessa, get, either you gonna run or you gonna help. Pick one. Right. And where were you for ninety? Like, where were you for these? Like, the whole time. Like, you I, she, like all right. You, I, I expect maybe she ran away thinking that Marcus was following her. Mm. Like after she got off the car and realized that they weren't following her, so she came back with the gun. Okay. But I was like, girl. Like, Carmela, I love you, but where was Vanessa this whole time? <laughs> she could have been popping him from the back this whole wow. time. Right. Right. So, one thing that irritated the fuck out of me in this movie are the people with the guns. Y'all yeah. need... <laughs> Y'all can't aim. Y'all don't be too like... close, but don't be too far. Just be far enough where you can still shoot him. You don't need to be all up on him like that. So she acting like she's been at the gun range. She's shooting the car up instead of him. (laughs) He's even looking like (laughs) Then he kicks it. And this was like very, I don't even know what movie this is, like Kill Bill or some shit, where he kicks the door and she shoots herself in the face. And that was the kill that had everybody, like the most eruption in the theater. Yeah. So when it, like was it the eruption? Like did they laugh or did they like? It was like, like oh laugh. shit! Like an unbelievable right. like how did that just happen? Kind. So Carmela, you got you got the kill of the movie, I think. <laughs> I really did. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it. I thought he was gonna like shank her up or toss her somewhere, but I did mm-hmm. not know that he was gonna like just kick the damn door and make her shoot herself. <laughs> it's as well, especially um, like when 
Marcus gives the gun to her. She's like, you never shot this shit before or something right. like that. So she made it seem like she knew what she was doing. But, like, again, she was shooting up the car, and it looked like she had skill. She she is a badass. I will give her that. Mm-hmm. But she was not... She she didn't even get Michael once. I was I was upset. <laughs> this is, I was like, can he deflect bullets? But right. then I remember, no, he's been shot. So, no, he cannot... It's just the people. I'm going to chalk it up to nerves and people being scared and not thinking or being able to aim right. That's the only thing I could, like, think of to make sense right. of it. Because uh, we're not in that situation. Like, us and wouldn't viewers, be. like, saying what we would do. But and, in that situation, what would you actually do? Because your run. adrenaline is running. You're just, like, you're, you're tense. You, you're scared. So you you don't know how you may react. Vanessa should have been like, I hopped out. Marcus, leave that bitch. Let's go. Run and that's right. it. That is that's, it. That's so rude. They love Marion. They made friends with her at the bar. That was their good that's duty. You know? she's, she's an old woman. Like She was, and she was she was holding her own a little bit, but I, look. <laughs> if I just met you tonight, you have no ties to me, and I can't get out of this situation... I'm sorry, baby. You got to go. And y'all know I'm a fan of Roger from Night of the Demons, and that is, that's the Bible right there. Right. Leave them. Leave them. <laughs> if you can't help them without being killed, leave them. Damn, Michael. Now I don't know what's up. If we caught in a situation. <laughs> <laughs> that is different. I know you. I just met Marion this tonight. Tonight. True, true. <laughs> These people are walking targets. They were targeted by this man earlier in their lives. Why am I following them? Right. <laughs> now, I will say... You make a good point. <laughs> like, I do like that there's a lot of black people in this movie so that when someone does something stupid, I'm not like, oh, the only black person doing dumb shit. This one, I'm like, okay, give me a few dumb ones. That's fine. Yeah. Everybody's right. different. So I, I did appreciate help, that. You know, like, Marcus, I got what he was trying to do. He was just like, look, you, you sit here and stand the Marion up, but I'm going to try my best to, like, help out and save. Like, granted, a lot of us probably would have run, but um, I understand him trying to be a hero. That's probably was in his heart. Um, me, I honestly, I would want to help. But at that time, I'm like, she's gone. After three stabs, uh, like, I'm I'm leaving. Yeah. Like, she's gone. Like, this big-ass man is on top of her, fucking her up. Like, I, like, with my little rubber twist <laughs> that the scope is going to do to this man. Also, like, I'm you'd be, this fucking car. it'd be better to choke him from behind than whatever you were trying to do from in front of him in the back seat. So hop out right. the car and do that if you're going to try to help. This could have all been avoided. If one of them hopped their ass in that driver's seat and then just left Lindsay once he was behind him. Just saying. True. Because Lindsay can run, apparently. She, she's Vanessa a runner. would have just hopped out the car and start shooting Michael up in the back while he was right. the Vanessa, where did you go? Next time I speak to Carmel, I'm going to talk to her. Like, yo, where did she go? I want to know, <laughs> ask her, like, in that situation, what would she really do? Like, I want to know what she says she would really do in that and not what her character did. Right. <laughs> All right. So now we got the housewife, right? So she comes over there mm-hmm. with a sack full of bricks, bricks. cinder blocks, mm-hmm. one of them things. And she swings. Okay. She busts him in the face a good two times. And he yeah. snatches her ass up and throws her against the truck, then throws her down when she tries to go for his mask. So we do know 
he has this connection to his mask that is part of me makes me wonder if that's where he gets his strength and ability from. Yeah. But um he no, throws you're right, because a scene at the very end where um he's going for his mask. And mm-hmm. I feel like he was going for it like obviously he was going for that because that's what that's, I, I feel like that's what you said. It gives him maybe his ability or makes him stronger or maybe it just it is, and it just gives him that strength to go ahead and fuck motherfuckers mm. up. I don't know. Maybe it's confidence. <laughs> but, it's like a like a placebo or something. He he thinks with the mask he's invincible so he is invincible or some mm-hmm. shit. I don't right. really understand it but I like it. So we, <laughs> we could go along with it. So we have uh, Miss Richards running, 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 running um, and this is when I was saying she must have had something in her contract to say I must survive because normally in these movies somebody doing this they would have been dead with Michael oh, yeah, Myers. Totally. So she's running endlessly, endlessly, hiding behind trees. She it's just funny because she's running slow and she turns around and you see him just power walking towards her, and right. she stops by some tree to hide and try to hold her breath. And this was a long scene. Of her trying it to hold her breath. Too. I will <clears> say this scene right here was very suspenseful. And I actually think this is one of my favorite scenes in the movie as well. Like, just the whole scene with her getting out the car, talking to the kids, and then uh, Mary and Chamber, uh, Mary mm-hmm. Chambers and uh, Marcus and Vanessa, and then that leading up to Lindsay, like, running from Michael. That whole scene there it was very good to me. And when she started to hide, it was intense. Because yeah. it was just quiet. You just hear his breathing. And it's just, what would you do in that situation? Like, you're hiding. And that's how a lot of my nightmares are. Like, mm. when I'm hiding for something, like, I'm, my worst fear is them finding me and then I'm gone. So, and she can't see where he's at. She could probably just hear him breathing. So, just seeing her scared, covering her mouth underneath that bottom of the tree, and he's looking for her, that scene right there legit actually really scared me. Yeah, because I thought she was going to be gone. I really did, but you know, a real housewife can never go down. And um, like, look, Paris died in House of Wax, (laughs) but mm -mm, they getting me. So this scene, I was like, okay, I get it, but you need to double back to the truck. He ain't that damn fast. You can outrun him. So double no, back to the truck. I ain't going back to the away. truck, Michael. Now that's one decision I will not make. I'll stay where I am, not making any noise. <laughs> he didn't find me. <laughs> I'm staying right there until I hear another voice that's, you know, that, you know, <laughs> like a cop or one of my friends. I ain't moving. He didn't find me. He's not going to find me. He's going to move on. Because he might go, because look, he obviously did went back to that truck. Because remember later on, those bodies weren't the, in that truck. Yeah. So I, obviously, if she would have went back, he would have seen her ass again. And this time, she probably would have been dead. And I, then you can actually say, "Little Lindsay Wallace won't know what hit her." Yeah, <laughs> I low key think when the camera isn't on Michael, he'd be running, and we just don't see him running because some of this <laughs> is that I there's no there's just no way I can't believe that somebody he power walks, but it's still not that fast. That you can't outrun him. So she, mm-hmm. even before she hid, I was like, you running all into these woods or whatever it was, this park. All you got to do is just run in a circle, curve around, get back in the truck. But, you know, but again, if he runs on the sneak without us seeing, then he would have got to the truck. So yeah. you might have a point. Just stay where you at. Just just stay there in the dirt and you're fine. <laughs> 
I ain't taking chances. I'm good. <laughs> you see what he did with Lori and back in the day. Like, he was power walking after her ass. She got in the house. Next thing you know, he's inside the house with her, hiding behind couches and shit. Nobody got time for that. He be vanished and shit. He got tricks. Michael will just be appearing and reappearing. Nobody got time for yeah. that. So she did a good job staying right there until she heard Mike, um, not Michael, um, Tommy and them. Mm-hmm. All right, so after this scene, we are now with Lonnie, and he is driving Allison and Cameron around. And he's um, reminiscing about the childhood with her dad, who's dead. Um, they reach Tommy, and Tommy has found Lindsay's car, and they see the dead bodies on the... What the fuck is that thing called? Not a merry-go-round. Do you know the things at the park we used to play on and spin around and shit? Yeah. Turn, I don't know what the name either. is, but I do... Metal like Death Trap. Because we were all... <laughs> It's a metal death trap. We'll go with that. <laughs> and so we see Marcus and Vanessa, and they have the uh, masks on. Mm-hmm. Nice. And then he has Marion hanging from the swings. And and then they find <laughs> Lindsay crawling around in the dirt. Yeah. I was like, either you going to hide. performance. Giving us a dramatic performance. Very dramatic. I was like, girl, you didn't twist your ankle. Why are you doing why are you crawling like that? <laughs> that is true. I like he just choked you out and it looked like he did something. I don't know if like how she looked like when she was crawling from like the river or whatever the hell that was. Mm-hmm. Creek swamp, whatever. Like it looked like she was more beaten up than when she actually went down there. Unless that's just dirt and her crawling around the mud and stuff. I don't know. Right. So, but I will say though, Michael, I, I did this too because Michael plays obviously with his victims after he's done killing them. Yeah, he set them up like decorations and he threw some candy on them. Like you see, he just can't that spinny thing, and they're just spinning, set up with the mask, and then he got Nurse Marion just hanging with the mask and does candy underneath her. So mm-hmm. like he know he knows what he's doing, and I have a feeling like. Like I said, he had to go back to the truck to do all of that. And Lindsay was there the whole time. So she probably witnessed all of that. She probably seen Michael picking up Marcus, Vanessa, Marion, and, like, putting them on there and putting the mask and hanging Marion up. Like, she probably seen all that shit because he had to go back. And to me, that was the perfect time when he's at the truck to run away. But maybe it's because she's in them big old uh, Spice Girl boots. She can't run that fast. <laughs> it's so... Oh, come on, platform. <laughs> I, but I will give her... The, she put up some kind of fight. I will give her that. She wasn't the lady in the beginning, so I will give... She wasn't Sandra. So I'm going to give oh, you no. that... Uh, what's her name? Kyle? Kyle she, Richards, right? Not her him. mind instantly was to go get... Soon as, like, those kids left... Instantly, she dumped out that bag of candy and filled it with bricks. Mm-hmm. Like, she was thinking really quick on what to do. Now, I do question her on how, like, why it took her so long to get to, um, yeah. you know, back to the car. Like, with Vanessa, like, where the fuck did y'all go? Like, she, and she didn't, she wasn't like, girl, he's behind you. She didn't say nothing. She just, <laughs> she just took the sack, right. got the bricks, and walked over there. Very Michael style, took her time, because she should have been over there. In fact, yeah. maybe when he was stabbing Marion, she could have busted his back up with them bricks. But, you know, should have, could have, would have. Shoot him up. Like, why, well, yeah. why wasn't there no collaborative effort in this? Like, there was enough time for Lindsay to work her way 
back to that truck after she filled it up with bricks and it was enough time definitely for Vanessa to shoot him up while Marion but regardless Marion was gonna die (laughs) she was gonna die she had to be sacrificed in order for Vanessa and Marcus and even Lizzie to survive so while Michael's busy stabbing her up there's an opportunity right there to fuck him up with bricks, shoot him up, maybe choke him from the back with the stethoscope at the same time. Like, there's a lot that you could do, and they just did, did not do that. So. Or if all else fails, run down the street and just stay in the street. That's. Michael, you're just. <laughs> I, I have always wondered why people don't do this. Even when I was a kid, I was like, why do y'all keep going in the house, in the yards where people can hide? Stay in the street where you can see them. Right. Somebody will you're drive by about- eventually. <laughs> stay in the street I, I, I'm going to do a horror survival 101 in small towns if, if I see my friends get in the tech I'll like I'll I probably would like try to find, I try to think smart though because again it goes back to you never know what you would do in that situation because we're not actually right. in it but I think in actuality if I see like my friends getting attacked I would try my best best to help um Now, I would think smart, though. I wouldn't be a Marcus and try to choke Michael Myers with my (laughs) stethoscope because I know that shit, you know, it's not going to do anything. You know what I mean? But as far as uh, Lindsay and Vanessa, like, girls. Questionable. Yeah. I would also like to add. Y'all link up real quick. Like, hey, that's Michael. (laughs) You get married. All right. Vanessa, you go over here, and then I'll come around with the bricks. And then that's that's why it took so long. Like, I don't know. There's so much planning and just theories and there's a lot going I, on we need yeah. some deleted scenes i need answers i do want to see all the deleted scenes because i have a feeling i'm gonna get the dvd or blue or whatever the fuck it's gonna be and watch oh, yeah. the scenes because i do like to watch hopefully it has a director's commentary or something on there because i do like to listen and hear the other options they could have went with and all the experiences while doing the movie um yeah, me too. what was i about to say oh and don't make it seem like I will just leave friends. I always help y'all in Dead by Daylight. I get you unhooked. <laughs> now, whatever happens after that, I can, I can, you I can, you know I will unhook you. you. I will You're unhook you. <laughs> I may, I may be terrible at the um, fixing them damn generators, but I will unhook people. Yeah. That's one thing you will do. Uh, so you're right. I feel like you would actually save us. Now, Mark, on the other hand, <laughs> y'all stay hooked. I'm going to continue fixing this generator. And then when the doors open, I'm out. So he's the true one that would like leave us. He'd be the final He'd be the final girl. He would be the final <laughs> he girl. Because he said, fuck y'all, I'm out. And I know, Mark, if you're listening to this, y'all, you be leaving us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. But it's Ooh. all good. All right, let's get to this next scene. Um, we cut to the hospital. Lori is now awake. Uh, Officer Hawkins is brought into her room. And they have, like, reminisce about a little past rom- romantic moment they had. Lori tells Hawkins that they killed Michael. And they're excited about that. And then we are then taken to the waiting room in the hospital. And it's kind of the beginning of the panic in Haddonfield. Like, people are showing up injured or bodies are showing up or people are looking for their family members and this is also the beginning of Tommy getting on my nerves <laughs> the, the very beginning of that so he's getting everybody riled up and calling for the execution of Michael Myers right he, he and he he's yelling at the sheriff 
He's cursing cops out. Hell, he punches cops later. This this whole scene for me is um, the, it's very January sixth uh, <laughs> capital energy. This whole hospital scene, like he to oh, me yes. was inciting all of it, and then the mob was just, all the crazy people running inside, busting up people's shit, trying to find everybody. That's exactly what this scene reminded me of. You hit you hitting cops, not getting shot. Okay. I'm gonna need the sheriff to, mm-hmm. to fix that next next movie. If they do that again, he needs to pop every. Let me stop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. Let me stop. <laughs> so Tommy finds Lori and he tells her that Michael is still alive. And mind you, she's not fully recovered, but she's trying to get up. And then she, <laughs> the scene where she stabs herself with the painkillers is funny as fuck. <laughs> she. <laughs> Yeah, you put that on your Instagram. I was dying. <laughs> she she didn't like gently put the needle inside of her. She literally punched her ass with the needle and injected <laughs> herself. And the way she screamed. And her scream is just uh, <laughs> I love it. I will say Jamie has an iconic scream. So yes. yeah, just her doing it, it just it just added to the like it was great. I know it wasn't supposed to be funny, but it's just it, it was hilarious. It is very funny, and no, it is not meant to be, but it's so funny to me. And um, Karen reassures her that she won't let anything happen to her. Um, Karen has not at any point taken her Christmas sweater off, or whatever sweater that was, to like get down in some, like, let me fight shit. So I, in my head, I was like, I don't know about Karen in this movie. I don't know where it's going with her. I was a little worried. <laughs> So we come back to the Myers house with house with Big John and Little John, and there's another back knock at their back door, right? So, I, I mean, I love this scene and hate it at the same time because I didn't want them to die, right? So, yeah, same. Little John goes to check the back door; no one's there. Then someone's knocking at the front door. Big John goes to check the front door, and Little John stupidly does not lock the back door. Right. And we talked about this the last episode. Why y'all keep doing this? Stop. <laughs> like, I understand y'all in the suburbs, so y'all think y'all shouldn't lock y'all doors, but, like, if you know these things are happening, like, at this point, I don't think that they know that, you know, an escape med- mental uh, patient is running around. I don't think they know. Uh, but it's still Halloween, and obviously those kids went up in your house and took y'all stuff, so it's just, if y'all... I don't know, especially if you don't know who's at the door and they playing around. Why don't you lock that door right after you looked outside? Like it just didn't make any sense. The, the but only I will just say this movie is just filled with stupid um, characters. Well, I'm not. Let me take that back. Characters making stupid decisions, not stupid characters. Because mm-hmm. I love a lot of these characters. So these characters are making dumb. De- they have to do that in order to be killed. Because, right. Because I mean, we wouldn't have any kills. So that's how we progress the story. Sure, get give them dumb things to do. So that makes sense. Um, I so the the feeling I'm getting is that since Michael Myers, there have, there have not been a lot of crimes in Haddonfield. That's the only thing to me that would suggest why people don't have to lock their doors there. Um, but sure. But I, if I'm being honest, I have had moments where I've left to go to the corner store or something and then I've questioned like did I lock the door like I don't know so the way he forgot was kind of realistic right so he goes back to check yeah. and he sees a bloody handprint on the uh, paneling 
over the wall by the door and the garbage can's knocked over and the door's open. So yes. he is saying, Big John, somebody's in our house and it ain't a child. Now, even though this scene made me a little more attracted to Big John, I was also like, you dumb fuck. Why? <laughs> he he takes <laughs> off all his jewelry. He takes his, um, what's it, a shawl, robe, something off. Yeah, it's like a robe. And he throws down a golf club and picks up the knife used for the charcuterie board. Right. Which was like three inches. And then he locks the front door. I was like, in what world? Why are we not running out of the house? Now, this is where I become you, Michael. I will run. Anytime, if you're in my house and I don't know where you're at, I don't give a fuck. I'm leaving out that front door. If you, if I went through the back and I realized that, oh, somebody's in here, y'all better pick up your little knives to find, and then separate, not even stick together to find who's in your house. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where you step out and call the police. Y'all probably would still be alive. They would have <laughs> been alive. And they doing it in separate rooms, calling out like Marco Polo and shit. Um, I... <laughs> why just this did not but again like you said it we need if the characters are going to die they have to be doing dumb shit sometimes so yeah. they're going through this scene all the scenes in the Myers house made me nervous to come home alone that night <laughs> <All the> scenes, <laughs> because I don't I already do not like closets open doors so I came home I turned on lights and I'm self-absorbed <laughs> so as if anybody would be trying to kill me so like I'm yeah. checking everything. Well, same here. After this movie, I did the same. Like I literally like I have one of those um what is it those uh smart lights the light bulbs or whatever mm-hmm. and you can actually control it from your phone. So like actually before I as soon as I left the movie theater like I made sure I turned the light, <laughs> my lights on through my phone <laughs> <laughs> so I won't walk into a dark house. <laughs> Cause that that's Michael's his best uh, skill is stealth he can pop out of nowhere quickly so i i don't got time for that granted my friend does have a gun in the house i have a bat and a sword but i don't think that'd be enough right now a regular person it would be enough sure but (laughs) but (laughs) i don't know who's up in here because apparently you can not die from plenty of shit because you look out of a window at your reflection but anywho, right. <laughs> um, Big John gets into was this Judith's room bedroom again? When he comes in that room, oh yeah, it's Judith's her old bedroom. And he's looking around the room, not turning the lights on. And um, this was another jump scene. Michael's right behind him, stabs him like in the armpit. It looked, it looked right. like. And then this might be the most. Intense eye gouging scene. I think I've seen. Like it wasn't oh, just yeah, that was a line. Let me push my thumbs in your eye. Like it was gushing out, hearing his screams at the same time. I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. mm. just a thought. Oh my it, god. Yeah, that was intense. And I didn't want him to die. I felt bad, but I mean, it's a Halloween movie. Somebody got it. Yeah. So little John runs upstairs and sees him. He drops his knife and he sees his, I guess, husband on the floor, right? And then he looks up and sees Michael has returned home, I guess, 
again, this is not fight or flight. This is just let me stand there in fear. Right. Like, you, first of all, that were I, I wouldn't say shit. Like, I probably would have thought those things. Like, oh, he came home. I would have ran here. Clearly, your husband's dead on the floor. Michael was <laughs> just looking out the window. I won't even say anything. So just run out, out the house. house. Out the window. I'm out. <laughs> Bye. It's sad. It's terrible. It's traumatizing. But you will love again. You can leave. Yeah. <laughs> and next time, just don't move into the house of a serial killer. I'm wondering how cheap that house must have been for it to be. Because I'm just thinking nobody. Because if this isn't the the universe with the um other family that moved into the house, I'm wondering if this house was just was vacant this whole time and they bought it. Right. But it must have been that must have been a stick. Would you buy a house with uh, with this history? No, as much I don't care how long it went. I don't care how like I don't care that previous people lived in there like after those um, murders or whatever. But no, like even mm. today, like if I move into a house or even like rent an apartment, I want to know the history behind it yeah. just because you just never fucking know. You know, like. I get scared, and it's not—it's not because of like spirits or ghosts or any of that. It's just the fact that something happened in your house. Regardless, it's just the thought of it. You know what I mean? Like once upon a time, where you're possibly sleeping at, somebody was murdered there, or where you're cooking mm-hmm. at, somebody was murdered there, or where you're taking a shit, somebody was murdered there. Like it just—it's. I I don't like that, Speaking. and I don't want to know those things. Um, so. And then you bring up a good point. Just a killer living there. Just no, I'm good. Is killing someone while they're taking this shit the most opportune moment? I think so. (laughs) That in the shower is like the most vulnerable moments. The shower actually is a fear of mine because when I'm washing my face or shampooing and I can't see, like my fear is somebody will be looking, peeking inside the shower. Somebody that is not right. supposed to be up in <laughs> up in the house. That is, so I do lock the bathroom door when I shower. By the way, for that reason. Mm-hmm. Thank God for barking dogs over here. They let me know everything. Yes, <laughs> that is true. They are an alarm system. They are. So, I, and I can tell the difference between their bark. So I, I will know somebody's up in here. <laughs> and so. you probably be able to tell the difference depending because if somebody's walking towards you. The barking would get closer to you at, as it's happening. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So Ooh. that gives me time to pick up. If I'm in the shower, that gives me time to get whatever thing in there that I can make a weapon. <laughs> and just, you know, just try my best. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Get, let's get face in the eyes. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Mouthwash in the face. I don't know. It's just it's a lot that you could probably do. Well, that's good. To, uh, not to give people ideas, but yes, the to- the bathroom is the best time to do this if you're going to do it. <laughs> PSA. And, um, you know, I do often wonder if there are actually crazy murderous people who like <laughs> watching these movies and they're like talking to us and they're plotting shit for people in their life. But that's a whole other thing. I, I have an idea for another episode. Um, <laughs> all right. So little John screams he's dead. Um, so now we are back at the hospital and it is full on chaos. So when I was mentioning that January 6th shit, this was that scene. 
So yeah. the other patient, who is not Michael Myers, the penguin, he <laughs> is coming inside the hospital, and people are whispering, is that him? Is that Michael Myers? Da-da-da-da-da. Part of me is like, this could not be him, but I guess in the height of everybody's hysteria, it's a patient, clearly. So, And it was somebody on the TV that escaped, so in their minds, it could be him. Right? Right. And who's to say that some of the killings weren't done by somebody else aside from Michael Myers as well? They could have both been killing people. Sure. So, but that's just me giving an excuse for for this. So he's screaming help, which is the other clue that is not Michael Myers. Right. And somebody spots him and then it's just, they're trying to chase him through the hospital. Tommy has lost his motherfucking mind. He's punching cops and he, out. And even Lori a little bit too. She's like, Michael. I'm just yeah. like, what makes you think Michael? All right. So I guess this whole time she thinks Michael's af- Michael is after her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a little later in the film, uh, what's his name? Hawkins say like, no, like he's not worried about you, girl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, why would you think that he's coming to the hospital for you especially with all those people there and then why would you think he would just pop up in front of like everybody there it's just it's, it's just so many questions that i have in the scene like it just didn't make any sense it's it's then, funny to me watching all the other movies where he's like obsessed with her and this one he yeah. doesn't give a fuck about her at all. right like he's like bitch i'll see you i'll see you like we get it we can get it in but like I got bigger fish to So her thinking he's coming after her and he's not even worried about he don't even probably doesn't even remember her, to be honest. Right. It's been forty years. So he probably don't remember her. He was that like, is oh, funny to me. So she's calling out, but then her she realizes and Karen, they realize that's not Michael. So they're calling that out. But Tommy isn't listening. He's getting everybody even more worked up. The other lady, she starts chanting Evil Dies Tonight, and everybody's chanting it, running throughout the hospital, probably tossing people who are on um, beds, tossing them to the side, breaking shit. And he's now running for his life, this other patient. Yeah. Uh, not very quickly, but running as much as he can. And <laughs> Karen's trying to help him, so she does find him. This scene... <laughs> It did. My mind did go to a dark place. I was like, what if he is creepy or a killer? And she's trying right. to help him. And like when she, she grabs his hand, it's, um, you know, he tries to do something to her, which didn't happen. Mm. Another part of me was like, it would be crazy if that did turn out to be Michael hiding. And she thought it was that patient and he kills her. I know. <laughs> that would have been crazy. But, then that, but that would lead to like, how the fuck he get in there with anybody seeing him. And then also... Like, how did he get her that quickly? Because we're seeing Michael just literally transport himself to, like, other places. Yeah. Just walking. So, you got people outside this hospital. And well, then I you told got a whole you, bunch of people inside the hospital. So, he runs. It would be, it would be interesting to see how he would got in there without anybody seeing him. I, it's, it, he... I would think it's funny because he does not concern with people knowing who he is. I'd be, I would think he would wear a disguise, uh, not have your mask on, put a suit on or something. Nobody would know any different, really. 
So this is not H2O slash resurrection. <laughs> We're not doing that. Michael is just like, no, I'll, I'll wear my regular jumpsuit, my coveralls, and this mask. Yes. He is not worried about, because he's that much of a G where he's not afraid of fucking getting caught. He's like, look, this is it is what it is. I'm going to fuck y'all up regardless. This made Michael Myers and the, um, I always say resurrection because that's what started the whole thing. The Myers and resurrection like a pussy because Michael didn't need to do that one here. Like he probably mm. had plenty of opportunity to go ahead and do that, and people would not know who he is. But he's like, no, I don't give a fuck about these people. I want all the head and fill this. So I'm gonna put on my coveralls and my mask, and I'm gonna get to work. But you know what? <laughs> like, so in the last movie, is he wearing the mechanics clothes that he killed at that mm-hmm. gas station? Okay. So he knew. So he knew. I don't need to look like a patient, but I'm aware yeah. of these, 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 the, the, this fucking uniform and my mask. Okay, cool. I'll go with that. Yeah. Oh my god, there are birds in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I scream at them. <laughs> Stop it. Shut up. No, that didn't work. Okay, so Karen is trying to help the patient escape. So she brings him to this, like, it's kind of like a, it's like a midway, mid hallway where there's two entrances and exits. So she puts him inside and locks one side. She's like, I'm not going to let them hurt you. But she did a horrible job, by the way. And then she yeah. tells him to lock it behind her. So she's standing in front of the door. The crowd comes up. She don't try to stop them or nothing. They basically run past her. And they are banging on the windows of the doors on both sides. It's- Can I tell you how I thought she set him up when I first watched it? <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought she was like, yeah, come on. Let's go. And then I thought she locked him in. The mob could get home, but mm. <laughs> but then I was soon. Then shortly I realized I was like, all right, she didn't do that. Karen's not that fucked up. Because I was like, <laughs> why can't he just hide? Like, put him in a room and hide him. Right. Because there were still. I thought there were rooms in that hallway, but I mean, I guess they would have eventually found him. But um. So they're bust, trying to bust in from both sides, and the patient, I felt bad for him, I really did in this moment. So he takes the fire extinguisher, and at first I was like, oh, he's going to fight back, okay. But he starts to bust the window open to the outdoors, and he's a few floors up, mind you. So as they are breaking in, he busts out of the window, and he decides to jump. And they gave us like an actual uh, a visual of his perspective falling, hitting yeah. the ground. And his body's like dismembered, Man. busted open. He was still mumbling shit too when he was, oof. Yeah, that was wild. I, I actually got, and I understand that's, that's what they were trying to do. Like show you that what um, my mentality actually does and how people act when they're under um, the influence of another person. And that would be Tommy 
and also maybe a few other people. And then it's like they couldn't control it because when Karen, uh, when Tommy realizes that's not Michael Myers, like he looks at Karen and Karen's like, she mouths like, that's not him. And he's like shaking his head like, damn, I was like, we fucked up. And um, I felt bad at that scene. I think that's what they were trying to do to like make you feel bad, like for this characters, like you see what another person um, like what Michael Myers is doing to this town and it led to this. But I don't I'm not just blaming Michael Myers. Like I understand that everybody's angry, mm. but y'all just led to a innocent like y'all make this person kill themselves. And right. this was a mental, like a mental patient too. So it was just like that sad. And then I like I, I felt so slow because I I realized that's the same um mental patient from the first one, the twenty eighteen yeah. film, when they were on the roof. And you actually see it in the beginning of the um the movie where uh, Vanessa, when she when she's out the car after he crashed it and they all gather around the car, she pulls out the umbrella mm-hmm. and she like puts it up because he had the umbrella in 2018. So I was like, oh, I I, I kind of called on to it super late. I was a little lost, but I was like, oh wait, that's the same dude. But um, I was sad. I was just like, wow, that sucks. Like this person just killed himself because of all of these people yeah. and that's fucked up. But I also thought like this. Could've, I could have done without this scene, you know. Like I felt like it went away. Yeah. Like I, I, like I understand. I try to get into the like a deeper meaning, like what is doing, like what Michael Myers is doing to this town. But y'all could have let this out <laughs> in all actuality. They could have. I, I was definitely like you. I was getting the sense that it's trying to give us this message of humanity and how cruel we can be if pushed to a certain point mm-hmm. and um could I have done without the scene I feel like I could have done with I could have they could have maybe Tommy could have beat him up a little bit and then they confirm like that is not him and I would have been okay right. with it but I mean it's Halloween kills and I did say I wanted the fucking mayhem so <laughs> him dying yeah. I was like I feel bad. It's a part of it. But, you know, it's a reality that these things can happen. So, sure. Throw him off the roof. Or let him throw himself off the roof. Out of the window. That's fine. Poor guy. I just... And they're still chanting, evil dies tonight. And I really... I think it kind of forces you to think, would you be okay with this in this situation? Like, if you knew Michael Myers were out in your town causing these murders... Would you do anything to destroy him? Or would you... Because it's really like you're lacking critical thinking at this point. Because this person cannot do what that man was doing. But they don't know this. If right. you kill my mother, fam- a close family member of mine, I yeah, I probably would be joining. But if somebody's telling me that's not him, I mean... Right. Would, would you, like, you can't just keep going and I think but I guess the point is when you're in those heightened states you're not thinking clearly and Tommy don't 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 try to come back now oh I'm sorry I made a mistake you he's fucked up he is he's yeah well maybe the whole town's fucked up really um yeah they all did which is what Lori was getting at when she was like basically the town is has been infected by Michael Myers it is not just her or him it's the entire it's permeating through the town so You know, but we move on quickly. And, but, and, but, yeah, we. But this also goes to show, like, go back to I think why 
people keep saying that this movie don't have like a storyline or a plot and i'm like this is the storyline they're trying to go with a realistic approach here right it's not like another halloween sequel where oh well that happened everybody just living their regular lives no they're showing that these people been murdered an escaped mental patient escaped i said escaped mental patient i said a mental patient escaped and um it's showing like how Haddonfield is reacting to that. That same night. I feel like people would actually act like that if something like that happened to their town 40 years ago and family members is being killed, their friends are being killed. These murders are happening again and you got a, like you got a, a loose. Of course it's going to act like people's going to act that way. So I, I, people are just annoyed that it, it, it probably can get too political and, like that, but I'm looking at it as no, this is a movie about not just Lori because I felt like the first movie was Lori's story. This movie is now the town story, and they said yeah. that, like, it was just like I think David Gordon Green said that he was just like, We learned about Lori, you know, in the first movie in 2018, and her, her feelings of dealing with all of this, but now we're experiencing what Haddonfield. Uh, what they feel like after what Michael did and how they react to so it. So does that so, mean... And I get that. I get so it. It's if, fine. if the first movie we learn about Laurie and this one we learn about Haddonfield, does that mean we're going to learn about Michael in Halloween Ends? Right. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking maybe in Halloween Ends we'll get a little bit more insight on what mayhem the way he is. Because they touched on it a little bit here, especially at the end, um, as far as they added a new thing. Oh, well, he's looking at himself, (laughs) his reflection through that uh, window, Mm -hmm. where, you know, in the first movie, they just say, oh, he's looking out the window or, you know, just staring. And then Dr. Loomis would give his iconic speeches all the time. So, but in this one, they're just like, no, he's looking at himself. It's like he's looking into something else. He's looking at himself, but he's looking still into something else. And I feel like Karen, for some reason, is connected to that. I don't know how, but let me shut up. Because, again, we'll get there again. We're not there yet. Sorry. Yeah, I... (laughs) It's just real quick. How mad would you be if we find out he drew the um, symbol for the Curse of Thorn? On the window. Oh, God. It, no. God. I'm like, please, no. No, we're not going in that direction. There's other ways to pay homage to the previous Halloween movies, but can we not just do the thorn again? We're not doing that. I, yeah, I think they, they're going to scratch that. All right, so after the man kills himself, Officer Hawkins explains how Michael being alive is his fault. Um, so we get another flashback, and we learn that Dr. Loomis was about to pop his ass in the head, which I don't know if that would have killed him or not. <laughs> but Dr. Loomis was like, fuck this. And the, the whole department was like, yeah, we getting rid of him. And then right. um, Hawkins, in his mind, he was like, this is somebody's son, someone's little boy. And he stops Loomis from killing Michael, or trying to kill Michael. And this is why Hawkins feels like it is his fault. But he's like, I know now that that is not... Uh, he there's no um, retribution for him. He is just a killer, right? And they also confirmed to Lori that he don't care about you, girl. He was not coming to your house. Doctor Sartain right. brought him to your house, so you need to sit on girl, down. You said to tell her that. 
Yeah, she kept saying, like, he's coming here. And Hawkins was like, girl, no. Sartain was bringing, bringing him to your house. He did not know where you... He don't even know if he was still alive. Like, mm-hmm. he's not worried about you. Not at all. And it made me feel like you almost... It seems like she wasted her life thinking he was coming after her. Yes. Yes. And that is another lyric to her. Like, damn, like, I... I really wasted my life doing this because he's not... Because imagine if he did maybe got out 20 years, 15 years, 30 years after, like, the first... Like, the events of the first film, he probably wasn't coming back after her. He wasn't worrying mm-hmm. about her. Now, if he calls if he calls past with her again, then, yeah, maybe, because his whole goal is to, I guess, just murder at random in Haddonfield. Like, he just wanted to get people out of here. Right. So if he had the opportunity to come across, you know calls her or come at, you know, see her house or whatever, then maybe. But his objective is not you. <laughs> it's not. Y'all can easily skip town or maybe hide in your basement and he wouldn't worry about you. Like, but, so I feel like she would now feel bad. Like, damn, I wasted all of this. And even fucked up Karen's life and even a little bit of Elson's life because I'm thinking this man is coming after me in actuality. It's just, no, not at all. It's actually crazy when you think about it. Maybe if Laurie did not live this way. Because in the last episode, we were like, yeah, I understand why she's doing this. Because this happened to her. Now, it's like, maybe if she didn't live her life this way, she wouldn't be estranged from her family. Maybe they wouldn't have been separated around this time. Maybe right. they wouldn't have had as many issues. Because I'm mm-hmm. assuming- Maybe or maybe they would have. Who knows? Because maybe she would have yeah. been living in town with all of them, and she would have been one of the random people killed. Right. But it's just something to think about, you know. Yeah. So, like, I get it though. Like, I mean, she's traumatized. Like, yeah. After the first one, maybe. To be honest, if that happened to me, and my friends were killed, and I experienced me almost being killed, I probably would feel the same way. Like, I probably would think, like, damn, like, why me? Why mm-hmm. is he after me? Um, like, why, why did this happen? You know what I mean? Like, and it plays like that too. Like in the first film, like he laid eyes on her after she dropped that off, that mail off at the house. And then throughout the rest of the film, he's stalking her and her friends. So you would yeah. think, oh, like he's after her for a reason, but no, he just happened to just lay eyes on them and they were chosen to be stalked and killed. Uh, well... <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, that's yeah. You wasted your life, Lori, and I. Well, not wasted your life, but like, it. I'm sure. I'm wondering if in the next movie she's going to be like heavily introspective and regretful about a lot of shit. Obviously, because spoiler alert, her daughter's dead. But um, <laughs> yeah, actually, let's get on over to that. So, Tommy and Karen are having their little exchange outside the hospital, and Karen's basically like, fuck it, nobody's innocent, after she chews his head off for basically getting this man killed, because he can't think, and he can't calm down. So, she needs a ride. So, Tommy's giving her a ride somewhere, which we can only assume she's going after her daughter, right? So, now we are with Lonnie, Cameron, and Allison. Who, what the fuck have they been doing this whole time? They just been sitting in the car? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Probably just circling around Haddonfield looking for him. And so he finds out that Michael always, he kills, and the pattern is he heads home. So they decide to head over there. Don't call nobody to come over to his house, I don't think. 
Um, don't wait for nobody else to show up. Right. And um, there's the smart thing to do with to like do that, you know. But no, I'd rather take Rich, these things into my own. I would have set that house on just, fire. But somebody lived there. Oh my gosh! At that point, if you were lying, you just like, all right, there's decorations outside the house. Like obviously, this is somebody's home. And I, I, honestly, like Lonnie probably did know those people because I mean, they all live in Haddonfield and they're pretty small. So, mm-hmm. and that's the old Myers house. Like he used to go sneak up in there when he was young. We'll try to. So he probably did know Little John and Big John. So well. you don't know if they're still alive or not. <laughs> I mean, the lights were off, so they could be sleeping. But ugh, look, I mean, it, it it's a it, it's worth it. <laughs> well, you know what? He did knock on the door, so what he could have did was quickly open it and be like, "Hey, look!" But no, Michael wouldn't know he was going to set the house on fire. <laughs> I would have just did it so that he could. I really, I just hear somebody open my door and it's like, "Hey." I'm going to set your house on fire because there might be a killer in there. <laughs> I'll be like, what? No. Wait. Let's talk about But this see, first. they weren't answering. So either they're heavy sleep, deep sleepers, or they're dead. This is a way to flush Michael out. And also, he has nowhere else to return to. Mm-hmm. No more house. No more window. But but he Lonnie decides to go in the house alone. <laughs> yeah, if, if there's no window, what are you looking out of? Nothing. So you at least yeah. solve that problem. But um, Lonnie decides to go in the house alone. He tells his son and Allison to wait in the car. And if they hear some, see something weird, honk the horn. I think we all pretty much know Lonnie's going to be dead. Right? At this point. He goes inside. We hear one gunshot. And they both run inside the house. And um, they're, they're exploring. And then they do the thing that I can't stand. They split up to search other sections of the house. Instead of sticking together, Allison sees the dead couple and she's like, let me pull this knife out because that's going to do something. And uh, Cameron, he starts to investigate on the other side of the staircase. And so as he's approaching a closet that looks like the door's kind of been opened, uh, there's blood dripping from above him and he sees his father up like halfway out of the attic almost. And then Michael busts up out that closet <laughs> and then yokes him up. <laughs> his iconic thing to do. And then he misses his shot. Mike stabs him. Allison takes her time to put the knife in her um, pocket <laughs> or something. Then walks out. Misses her shot at Michael, but she stabs the fuck out of him a few times. So I was like, okay. That was good. I like, she 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 was thinking quick. Like, soon as she missed that shot, she didn't waste no time pulling out that knife and shanking mm-hmm. him. And he was like, oh, bitch, okay, this is what you want to do? <laughs> so he slams her head into the, um, like, the banister and throws her down the stairs, and then she, break, like, breaks her leg? Yeah, I, I think she kind of, yeah, I guess or she Or twists it. it or something, like, on one of them lines. Similar to Lori and when she fell off the <laughs> yes. banister. Yes. Mm-hmm. I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah, and she hurt her leg, remember? So she's screaming at the bottom of the stairs. Cameron yells out for her and he tries to shoot Michael. Michael steps on his hand, snatches him up, and then he <laughs> he starts to play with him, basically 
with the staircase. Yeah. Like at the, he breaks some of the pillars out of the staircase and starts just slamming him around different areas of it, up, down, left, right. <laughs> and then at some point, he's like barely breathing, and she's screaming for him to leave him alone. Oh yeah, because I just have to say that part right here. This is where things were getting really intense for me because the I had to just say. Uh, John Carpenter, Cody Carpenter, and um, Daniel Davies, who did the soundtrack for this whole entire movie, they did a fucking great job with the soundtrack because the music playing in this scene and then going forward, like, from here on out for the rest of the movie, fucking chills and fucking goosebumps, and it plays so well throughout these damn scenes. Particularly, especially with this scene with Cameron Cameron and um, Allison and Michael. Like, when he... Was uh, like when he shoved uh, Cameron's neck into the spiky pillar mm-hmm. thing because he was like, you know, obviously, like he was playing with him. But then when he shoved him down into that thing, I was just like, yo, this is it. Cameron's dead. But then he wasn't finished. Right. He wasn't finished. Go ahead, Michael. Sorry. And, and part of me thought, okay, he's going to leave him, right? And I was like, this motherfucker is alive again in this damn mm-hmm. movie. But as he's walking down the steps, and they were focusing on his face a lot, so I was like, oh, no, he, he's going to finish yeah. it all. So he twists his head all the way around. Yeah. And Allison, while she was talking all that shit, then she tries to scurry away while he comes downstairs. And he's like, <laughs> no, nah, 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 nah. She was like, leave him alone. Leave him the fuck alone. Take me. And he was like, oh, I'm going to get you, bitch, but let me take care of this first. So he turned around and twisted that head real quick, and he said, all right, now what were you saying? Right. <laughs> What was said? So he's coming downstairs. She swings the knife. He grabs her hand, has her kneeling on the ground, and she's like, do it, do it. And then we see her eyes motion to the side. And then Karen comes in to semi-save the day and stabs him with the pitchfork in the back one time, (laughs) pushes him on the ground, on the stairs, and then she decides to take off his mask. Well, she kicks him in the head. So. Oh yes, yes, she did kick. She like she tried to curve stomp him on the stairs, but right. he was still alive. Which I was still like, girl, why don't you just keep stabbing him? Stab him in the neck, something like that. Right. You could use that pitchfork and stab him right in the neck. But of course, that oh. did not happen. The story had to continue. So she snatches off the mask, and she's basically what we think is offering herself up as an alternate for her daughter. So. Um, mind you, Michael doesn't have a mask on. And this part was confusing me because I was like, wasn't he bald in the last movie? He was... was he, I think I thought he had a little bit of hair. I don't know. No, he had something. No, actually, no, he actually was bald. I don't know. I have to go back and he look had a now, hint of hair. Before. I thought he was bald but had a little bit of hair, but now I'm thinking like, maybe he was completely bald. He has like a full-on Simpsons back head of hair in this Without his mask on. But uh, anyway. (laughs) So she's making a plea for him to chase her. And he starts to. And then she starts doing that weak whimpering shit. That I don't like. But um, in my head I was like oh wait. But she's she's good at playing possum. So she starts starts to run through a yard. And this is when everybody started laughing in the theater. uh, (laughs) When she's running. Right. That was like intense to me because again the music played so well like in that scene mm-hmm. and that's this is where I got goosebumps like literally like I know I said head a few times but this is where I literally like 
I, I, I actually was at the edge of my seat. Like, I was just, yes. just like, my boyfriend was like, are you okay? I'm like, no, <laughs> this shit is intense. Because when she said, you want your man to come and get it, and when she started running, and then, then the Halloween theme started playing, yes. I was just in, I was just like, oh my gosh, okay, this is it. That's when this they hit. Gonna, I don't when know where this is going to go, but here we go. When that music hit, I was like, okay, so this is the climax. And so she's running, and then we see her. But she's running enough where he still knows where she is and is going. Yeah. And so we see his mask on the ground. And so he approaches the mask. So we know the mask is his first priority when he sees it. So he approaches it, and then we see all these lights from these different trucks and cars surrounding him. And I got real excited in this scene because I was like, oh, they're about to jump him. I cannot (laughs) wait to see I was like, finally, we're going to see some shit that I would really want to see when attacking him. So, and the faces they were making, the, like, swinging of the bats and everything beforehand, I was really feeling it. But Karen was like, gotcha. Yeah, she did her gotcha again. (laughs) Oh, Karen. Damn it. Uh, (laughs) Right. And so, they start to go to... So, before they start, Michael picks up his mask and puts it on. Which, again, I'm like, if he didn't have the mask on... Would he be surviving? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And then also in the scene too, I was ready. Just the, again, the music was swelling up in the mm-hmm. scene because Michael was looking around. You see everybody getting ready. So I looked at it as Michael was like, "All right, all right, bitches. Okay, let's see. <laughs> let's see what you got." And he took the mask and put it right on. He said, "All right, let's go." <laughs> right, he was ready, and it was weird because, like to me, it was a contrast from the beginning of the movie when he gets out the house and the cops are surrounding him, and he's just yeah. standing there. This right. time, he's like, "What's good?" So they right. start swinging. <laughs> Somebody swinging a bat. He he dodges. He swings. They <laughs> it's just a whole fight. Then they start really busting his ass with with all their weapons. Somebody again with the gun getting too fucking close. I don't know why they keep doing this. <laughs> And they get slashed. They finally get him on the ground, and then they start really beating the shit out of him. And then yeah. Tommy's like telling Karen to go be with her daughter, which I was like, no, I need to. I was gonna be like Monica Kina. I need to see him die before I go <laughs> oh anywhere. Gosh, not the dramatic way. He like, was, was it Jason Ritter? He's like, come on, let's go. She's like, no, I'm staying. Yes, I'm not going anywhere until <laughs> I see him no. die or some shit like that. Right. And, <laughs> I'm not going no way. He doesn't survive all this shit. Nope. Not going to happen. Hello. I'm out. Before that, she decides to grab the knife and stabs him. Not in his neck, really. It's like below the neck on his back. And I was like, is that his spine maybe she went for? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was like, okay. Karen survived. Thank you. God, she survived. And... (laughs) Then she goes to be with her family. And then we get this whole um, monologue from Lori in the background talking about Michael. This is when we get to the whole, the more he kills, the more he transcends. So I was like, okay, this motherfucker, he's not human at this point. I can't pinpoint what is going on, but he's not human. And she she said said, no mortal man can survive what he's been through. So now Lori's changing her mind because in the mm-hmm. beginning, you know, earlier in that day with the investigative journalist, she was saying that, you know, he's a human being. But now she's like, you know what? Fuck that. <laughs> this nigga, he's, he's, he's immortal. <laughs> Something's up with him. 
Yeah, I, he did get popped a few times in his fight with the gun, and he was still getting up like it was nothing. So, right. as Lori's going through her little diatribe, we then see, it's one of, what was it, Brackett was his name, one of the cops, who his daughter Annie was killed in the original. Oh, yes. And he goes to shoot him, when like even they, and they were popping mad shit during his fight, mind you. Oh, yeah. We also have to say, um, Sheriff Brackett's iconic line when he said to Lori in the first movie, everyone, he said it's Halloween, everyone's entitled to one good scare. So when he said that, I was like, Yes, I forgot he said that to Lori in the first movie when he scared her by mistake. So, <laughs> <Great> <laughs> sorry, it's just little back. stuff like that. I start fanboying. Like, when I start seeing, like, little refer- references like that to the first movie and just little things, it just, I start fanboying. So, forgive well, me. I'm, I'm glad. No, I'm glad you shared that because I did not pick up on it. I didn't catch it. Mm-hmm. I did not catch it. And when he goes to shoot Michael, Michael pops up slashes his ass and then Mike yes. fucks everybody up. Everybody, including Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> including Bashed Tommy. in the face. Which I was like, he can go. Yeah. At that point I didn't mind Tommy going. And alright, so I again like you, I liked Tommy in the beginning, but towards the end that's when he started getting on my nerves. I I don't know how I feel about this version. Of Tommy, you know, like yes, would Tommy really react this way? But then again, I don't know because he was only a little boy when he experienced that whole situation with Michael Myers. But mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know. It's just it's something about this Tommy that is just like I want to like, but it's it's like something missing, like that connection from '78 Tommy and this Tommy. And it's not because it's a different actor, but it's just I'm not feeling it. I just don't know what it is. I can't put my I, finger on it. Well, for me, it's because he's not Paul Rudd. So that's first and foremost. And so, <laughs> <laughs> True. And you know what's crazy? They were trying to get Paul Rudd on the place Tommy again, but he was too busy doing Ghostbusters. But I was <gasps> saying, like, if they Ooh. did that, then would y'all still make this a connection to Halloween 6, even though y'all not making yeah. a connection? Because he was... So And a lot of people would get confused. So in that case, if y'all was going to get Paul Rudd to play Tommy... Why don't y'all get uh, Daniel Harris to play uh, Karen? Just change her name. Mm. Just get the same, or actually, just keep Jamie. Just make act like those events didn't happen in part six. Have Jamie on. I'd be okay with it as long as I explain that. I would be okay with it. But wasn't the actress who played Marion Chambers the same actual actress in the other Hollywood movie? She was on the first and the second one, so she was the the same actress too. Everybody was the same except Tommy. Who was the one (laughs) in H two O in the house? With the kids in who the got killed in the house. Yeah, in the beginning. I could have sworn that was her. That might be somebody That was her. Yeah, that yeah, was Mary So, so was she was in the her. other timeline or universe, too. So if we can get past her, we can have exactly. Paul right up in here. Exactly. Hell, so I might have I might have gone along Paul with the mob. Here. They could have had... They could have had Daniel Harris's... Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love me some uh, Judy Greer. She's mm-hmm. great. But if y'all... Was, Considering bringing these people back, y'all could have bought Daniel Harris back and even Paul Rudd, but whatever. I mean, maybe they tried. I don't know the backstory of all that, so maybe they tried and they couldn't. But Daniel Harris is great at screaming. I love her in horror movies. Like, I love the whole attitude she gives. I get real badass bitch energy from her. Oh, yes. She's a favorite of mine. Now, with Paul Rudd, they tried. 
but within your hair is she said nobody contact her. She's a little bitter because she's Ooh. not part of the world. Y'all didn't con first of all, she's she's been an icon since she gave the middle finger and don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Right. Yes. How dare you? Right. Come on, Melissa. That was my girl. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, she was amazing. I mean, come on. And the thing is, they kept saying, oh, well, Halloween 4 and 5 is not involved. Okay, but now y'all contradicting yourselves because now y'all trying to get Paul Rudd to play Tommy Doyle again. So maybe mm. if he plays Tommy Doyle, obviously those events didn't happen. He's playing a new, different right. version of Tommy Doyle. So why couldn't y'all do that with Danielle Harris? Why couldn't y'all just like, they could. not include 4 and 5 and just bring her back as Lori's daughter and make her, and make her play Jamie? I or wonder, wonder what if it's because they want to be so far removed from the Rob Zombie version that they didn't mm -hmm. want Daniel Harris mm -hmm. in it. You're right, because she was in that. But, I mean, come on, it's a job. Y'all yeah. did dirty before. Like, y'all didn't include her in part six. Y'all got a different actress to play her role in part six. So, like, if I was her and I had an opportunity to return to a Halloween franchise regardless of who doing it and I'm playing like Annie and like a re like a reimagining I I would do it too. It's not mm -hmm. her fault. She didn't make the film. She's just an actress. Right. I could, I wanna her see her more shit by the way. I'm hoping she has some stuff or y'all giving her more roles. I'm just saying yeah. I would love to see her more stuff. And I need Judy Greer. Oh we didn't even get to that. Hold up. So oh, oh yeah. <laughs> let's go, let's go. Yeah. So Michael kills the townspeople who are jumping him. And while Lori's going through her whole monologue, Karen looks up at the window that Michael always stared out of, Judith's window, and sees a younger Michael in his costume, right? Mm -hmm. So she, for some dumb-ass reason, decides to go upstairs. <laughs> she goes sees upstairs. Blood on the steps. Sees blood in the front, like, and Judas, like, before she enters the room, like, the threshold mm -hmm. of the bedroom. So, obviously, you know, like, he has to be, I don't know. I, oh, sorry, Michael, go ahead. I, oh. I'm going with my theory. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, we're going to get into your theory, because I want to know what that is. So, she looks outside, and then she sees her reflection, and then Michael appears behind her and starts to slash her. And we get this, like, real, not old school, but, like, Kind of typical way a horror movie would have ended, or the Halloween movies might have ended. Somebody screaming, and you know they're about to die, and that's the end of the movie. Um, mm -hmm. Which I didn't mind. Psycho. I really didn't remember, mind remember, that. I just hated that it was this character. Remember Psycho in the shower scene where it was kind of like that? It was really yes. close up. You didn't really see the knife like really hitting them, and I it, it gave me those vibes. So. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, I don't know if they did that on purpose because they might try to bring her back because she's not. She might not actually be dead. Um, or maybe they did that just because it was like, hey, let's give Jamie Lee Curtis' mom a shout and just do a psycho thing. I don't know. Well, well, yeah. It, so if she's not dead, I'm going to to come with it this next movie because all this, oh, yeah. I, I don't... We're not prepared. We're not... We're not... Um, is somebody blowing a damn horn now? <laughs> I didn't hear nothing. So all this like um, talk, like she's like the naysayer of the three of them. The other yeah. two are like, we're with it. We got to kill him. She's like, no, right. let the authorities take care of this. When in <laughs> actuality, she might be the most 
prepared to take Michael on out of anybody unless she's just out of practice. Right. She is. That's the thing. And I think that's what's frustrating because obviously we got the whole like little um, throwback scene of her in 2018 where she was telling Allison about how uh, um, Lori prepared her to get ready for Michael and all this other stuff with the guns. We only seen Judy shoot Michael one time in mm-hmm. 2018. We didn't see a whole fight scene. And even in be like, yeah, she set him up, but I want to see her like light him the fuck up. Yes. So I'm hoping. So I'm hoping, and like they could at least gave her like a like an actual scene where them two are going at it. She's getting beat up, maybe slashed a few times, not dead, but like she, they got like a tussle going on. Like they're going, they're literally going in for it. She would be giving him a run for you know. That would would have been the perfect not, opportunity. Like, would have been the scene yeah. where she took the mask off. They could have had an actual fight there. She could have been yeah. wounded and running away. And I wouldn't have thought she was trying to trap him if she did that. She ran away right. and she was injured. And then it would be more surprising that they all planned that. At least exactly. so we could see what she could do. That would have been dope. But, you know. So, hey. Halloween is either can bring her back mm-hmm. or she she's actually dead. And, um... <clears throat> and Lori, this actually fuels Lori to want to right. go after Michael even more because now you kill my daughter. Now we really got beef. So <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. So, it is. I think I don't think it's going to take place the same night. I think it's going to be sometime afterwards. I think she's going to be training Allison like she did Karen, and they might be expecting him to pop back up on Halloween because I'm still wondering. If it's Halloween, that is a thing. Because remember, in the last movie, Dr. Sartain got him out. So yeah. I'm wondering if he's going to wait till Halloween again to come kill people in Haddonfield. Yeah, because she even, Lori said it in her monologue, she mentioned something about, like, if the town don't kill him tonight, we'll either see him as, we either see him tomorrow morning <gasps> or we'll see him next Halloween when the sun is setting. That gave me chills. you know, all this continues. So... She she don't even know. She was just like, if they don't take care of him, he's going to show up regardless. So she don't know if he's going to continue after this or he's going to come back next Halloween. And that's the scary so, thing because he can pop yeah. up at any point in time. You never mm-hmm. know. Y'all need to get out of um, Illinois. Where is this Illinois? Y'all need to just leave. That's what I'm saying. Y'all need to, first of all, step y'all cop security game up on all different types of shit because y'all wet. Y'all ain't doing shit. And then second, like, nobody, again, is smart. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. a lot of y'all are just making just these crazy-ass decisions, and it's just, I, I can't I can't deal. So, Haddonfield, y'all need to get it together. So, what are your predictions, your other predictions for Halloween ends? And then after that, I was going to see if we could touch on the complaints people had about the movie. Okay. So, I think uh, I, I was... Uh, not take place the same night. We're going to probably touch on the same night because we have to know what happened exactly. But I do think it's going to um, be uh, another... It's probably going to be like the next day or maybe the next year. Mm-hmm. There's a scene in a trailer, unless I missed it in this movie, but there's a scene in a trailer and the commercials that they put on TV that, that was not on here. And that's when you see Lori with the knife walking through a crowd. And you could just—it looked like she just fed up. They didn't put that in the movie, unless I'm wrong. Mm. 
Correct me if I'm wrong. Like, did you see that? Remember that scene where, like, in the trailer, you see her walking through a crowd and she has the knife, and it looked like she's like leaving a hospital or something. I didn't see that in the movie, so I'm just like, hmm. did they make a last minute decision in taking that out? Because maybe it, she did find out that Karen got killed, and that's why she was leaving like that. But maybe mm-hmm. the directors decide, well, the director and producers decided to say, hey, let's take that out. She do not know that Karen is dead because we don't know if we're going to actually kill Karen. So that's why they ended it the way they did. Because I always assume, even in that trailer, like before even seeing this movie, that was going to be the final shot that we see Laura, that she's walking out the hospital because she looks fine. <laughs> she looks like, she, she looks fine, but she's fed up and she got this knife and they, they, showed a, they showed a knife. So I'm like, all right, she's mad about something. Now I had predictions already that Judy Greer was going to die. Because I said, you three did. of these women are not going to survive. One of them is going to die. It's not going to be Laurie yet. It's not going to be Allison. Allison, because she's set up to be the new, the new Laurie Strode. You did. So it has to be Karen. You brought this so upon I'm us. Already, it is you. You're I, the reason I, she's dead. You wish this into existence for Karen to die. <laughs> but I knew it because they're not going to like let all three of these survive, especially with a title like Halloween Kills. They're going to have to kill off a main person. And I already mm-hmm. knew it wasn't going to be Lori because she's in a hospital majority of the fucking time. And it's not going to be Allison. So who's the next person? It's going to be Karen. So I didn't want her to, but I kind of figured that's what was going to happen. And that's what happened. But I think that she's not actually dead. I think they are going to ex- they go on and bring her back in Halloween Ends because they cut that scene out. Um, unless they're saving that scene for Halloween Ends. Or it, it was just a promotion. Well, I mean, but, it would make sense because we didn't get a reaction because I'm sure those people heard Karen screaming upstairs. We didn't get right. any kind of reaction, so we do need a scene of them discovering Karen upstairs. And then we they'll know again, Michael Myers is loose, right? And I'm just going to assume time is going to jump go by because Allison and uh, Lori are both fucked up physically in some way, so they can't fight him. So we're going to get a time jump of some sort, maybe a year. Maybe a year. Yeah. I also feel like there's a connection, too, with, for some reason, with uh, Karen and Michael Myers in a sense where mm. it goes back to him being a little boy. Because, all right, there was two things I caught, and I caught this one the second time I watched it. Lori was given another, like, the first monologue that she was given they show, as she was talking, you see Judy Greer actually, uh, like, you see her looking through the hospital window, and it was a reflection of herself. Mm-hmm. And this is why the monologue was going on. And then the second time, the ending, when uh, Lori is giving that monologue again, you see Karen looking up into the window and see little Michael Myers. And then when she goes upstairs, for one, she sees the blood on the stairs. She sees the blood right before, like, she walks in that uh, that room. You could assume that that's the blood of, you know, maybe Little John and Big John, mm-hmm. or maybe Lonnie, or maybe even Cameron. But they fo- the camera shot focused too much on it, where I felt like she knew that was Michael Myers' blood. Maybe he was, like, that was blood off of him. But she continued to keep walking through that um, window, and she goes into Judith's room, and she's looking out, and she... It looked like she has like this exhilarating, like it's like if something was a little off. It was really weird. 
And that's when Michael, like, say, surprise, bitch, get out my window and stamp her the fuck up. <laughs> and then he looks out and sees his reflection. He's like, this is my window, bitch. It's, and then that was it. Yeah, it's so <laughs> strange. Because I did notice they focused on her reflections in this movie. They did. They and... focused on her reflection. And then also, the like, what she was saying when before, after, no, actually, it was after she said, you want your mask? Come get it. She said... You like she said something about oh you killed your sister here this is the same house or whatever like she was focusing too much on like Judith and like him being little and what he did and then they showing those reflections and then you see what she did at the end because who makes that decision to go upstairs and do that like why so then I'm thinking like oh well maybe she having some like weird sidekick feeling like Jamie Lloyd did in Halloween Four where she got off the car and went over to Michael and then he touched, she touched him. And then like, maybe there's something missing there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it has to be a connection because all of that was a little strange to me. <laughs> and I'm really hoping that um, they touch on it maybe on the next movie. And if not the next movie, maybe they'll talk about it on a uh, behind the scenes or director's commentary on the Blu-ray because they alluded to a lot of those images of uh judy well karen looking up the her reflection and it also referenced to michael because michael did the same thing so i don't know i that's that's just my theory <laughs> that's a good one because i'm i do wonder why they keep focusing on her and the reflections and like is there something like there's something we obviously do not know because i'm wondering if karen is somehow connected in in the sense that she was raised in a certain way. She could have been a killer had yeah. she gone in a different direction, maybe. Michael right. is a killer in his own way. I, I'm almost wondering if there's something that has happened in that house before Michael killing his sister that we just don't know about. Because what right. the fuck is so special about this window? Why that window? Why no other windows in the house? sister's window? Like, did you just kill your sister because that's the window you like to look out of and she was in your way? Like, <laughs> like, what, what is up with that? And that's what I need to know. And I, I want, I want to know if they're going to actually touch on that on Halloween ends. Maybe give us an explanation. But I have a feeling that they're not going to do that just because they want to keep things mysterious keep it, and yeah. they don't want to, I guess, fuck up Michael's history. Well, especially if this is related to the first film. So. They might touch on it a little bit, but they, I don't think they're going to do something. I don't think they're going to do something so far fetched, like the Thorn trilogy or any of that stuff. So, uh, I only mean, one can between yeah. them, uh, Jason and Freddie. I've always been like, okay, what the fuck are they? Uh, mm-hmm. Because it's like, are they human? Well, Freddie clearly is not. But I'm like, so how did he get this? these powers and I know in some movie they explained some kind of dream demons gave him powers or some shit but I've always wanted to see the origin of that like I want to see the first time Freddy was able to do that and kill somebody I want to see well we see Michael but um and I guess technically Jason as well but I'm like are these Jason is like a zombie uh, I I don't even know I don't there's a rumor out there that he's a deadite from like Evil Dead, like he came back as a deadite. Um, because when Jason goes to hell, you see the Necronomicon in that movie. Right. They don't say, I don't think they say it, but you see it in a movie. Um, so the creators of uh, Jason Goes to Hell was just like, yeah, like our theory, like we want it to be Jason is an actual deadite. That's why he returned the way he is. 
Um, and that's why he, he, he keeps coming back because he's a, he's a, he's a dead eye. I have a very <laughs> outlandish theory that makes no sense. Maybe 1%. I think Pennywise feeds off fear, right? So I think, because I do like to think in my head, all these different horror villains are in the same world. So I'm thinking whatever makes a certain area afraid is what he transforms himself into. So Springwood would be Freddy Krueger. So he uh, manifests as Freddy Krueger in Springwood. Michael Myers, and ha even though this is not the real thing, because this is completely made up in my head, <laughs> in Haddonfield, <laughs> Michael Myers is what people are afraid of. So he manifests there. And Jason, and Chucky, and da 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 da, -da. I, In my head, I just like to be, make them all connected in some way. And it'd be kind of interesting if somebody made another, like an actual connection between all of them. As to why they're yeah. here and doing what they're doing, right? But um, that's interesting. Yeah, it's complete bullshit. But I just wish <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of wish fun. that something along those lines with the kid. Like I would love it if they could somehow string everybody, kind of in the same way that um, not cabin fever, cabin in the cabin in the woods. All these different uh, villains yeah. and shit that we know of all in this one area and they could all be in one movie. I think it'd right. be interesting if they were kind of did the same thing, but there's another bigger picture that we just haven't seen yet. Right. That would be interesting. So if you ever get like a newer uh, Jason movie or a Freddy movie, they could mention something about, oh, like, well, Haddonfield or, you know, Crystal mm -hmm. Lake over there. Or something like that. Like all of these are in the same where um, the universe is just these are different, you know, locations. Right. So just throw us a bone. I'm sure the fans would love I mean, to hear something. I mean, Jason and in actuality, they're in the same universe. If you think about it, they, there's a Crystal Lake, and then there's a Springwood and Freddy versus Jason. Like you put those two yeah. together, you have to uh, connect those two those two areas. So I wonder. Oh well, if you throw in um, Haddonfield, uh, Illinois, so. And Child's Play takes place in Chicago, Illinois. So I'm just saying. And right. Candyman is, um, uh, what were the projects? Well, it's Illinois. It's in Chicago. Right. So, yeah, Cabrini Green. So yeah. I'm just saying. Mm. Okay, on to the people who hate this movie and the reasons why. Because I'm really curious as to the reasons. I did see something right. along the lines I, uh, you just go into the reasons you saw because I'm trying to remember it because the one I saw was dumb as fuck but um, if you can remember any just let me know alright so there's a few I've seen like there's people eye rolling um, this uh, I'm not going to name this person but they <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about they pretty much eye rolled at this um, movie after they finished seeing it there's a lot of people, like, I actually, I put a tweet out um, the other day, and this is what I said. I just, all I put was, a lot of folks really dislike Halloween Kills. And that, first of all, it got, like, how many likes? It got 145 likes. It's not a lot, but that's enough likes to, you know, a lot of people got mm -hmm. opinions. And there's 77 comments. Mm -hmm. My most recent comment is, it was bad. It was terrible. It's almost like everyone phoned it in. There were way too many unnecessary characters. So, another hmm. one. Let's see here. Um, uh, there's 
people saying that uh, it's just it wasn't good. It wasn't an actual movie. They felt like this was just a whole bunch of scenes thrown thrown in together. There was no actual plot. Then some people say it is a plot. The plot is just stupid. So there's a lot of people that have a lot of feelings um, about this movie. And for me, like, you call it what it is. Like, what do you expect from... All right, actually, no, let me not take that because I love Halloween so much. And Halloween is actually a good movie. Not just a good slasher movie, but in my opinion, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. But you have to... You can't deny that this is a fun movie. Like, I get where, where people are saying it's choppy, because it is. The editing is a little bit all over the place. Granted, fine. It didn't bother me too much, because I knew the characters. I knew, like, they already established who, like, Vanessa, Marcus, Marianne. Like, we already knew who the, these characters was. So when we went back to them later on, it was cool. Little John, Big John, same thing. Now, it was choices as far as when they introduced them and then we didn't see them until like what maybe another 15 20 minutes later yeah that was a little odd but whatever cool you have to introduce us to these characters so we know what's going to happen to them a little later on um but i don't get the people like reasons why i hate in this movie like y'all feel like that like the plot is stupid or like you wanted more kills you expected more like how much brutal can you get than this like you literally have like a massacre of victims <laughs> in this fucking movie like what what are you complaining about and then you like you want a deep feeling like you want to like do you want to actually feel like this is a movie where you go into your emotions and you want to cry and you want to like what do you want to get from a halloween film at this point because the original halloween movie wasn't even that the original halloween movie it took its time it, it had good pacing and it was a, a build-up, and it was suspenseful. It's a lot of things that Halloween fans look, and there's a lot of things that Halloween fans look for in Halloween uh, movies. Mm-hmm. Me in particular, when I see a new Halloween movie, I these are the few things you have to get right, and they all really evolve around Michael. First one, you have to get the mask right, because if the mask is shit, then like it kind of takes me out. Second, lighting of Michael. You have to light him the right way because if you don't light him the right way, he's not that scary. He, Michael, is hidden in the shadows most of the time. So when he come out, it's always like uh, he's always lit from the moonlight. Mm-hmm. So it's like this blue tint on him that makes him look even more scarier because we all get that from the first film. That's what they did, and I think that's why uh, 78 is amazing. Uh, and also the way Michael moves. You have to get that correct. Now, as far as the rest of it, head and feel, you have to get the atmosphere of head and feel right. It has to if you're gonna do a movie called Halloween, you got Michael right, you have to make head and feel look like his actual fall. And you wanna to get to know some of these characters. So I don't get the reason and this is a continuation from Halloween twenty eighteen. So what is the problem with this movie? Like, y'all already complain about the first movie not being enough kills, it was too slow. Wow. It was focused too much on Lori. Now we get this one where it's not that focused on Lori. It's not that slow. We getting crazy ass kills. Now y'all complaining that it's oh it's all over the place. It's this this and that. Now in the third movie, what y'all <laughs> like? What y'all gonna complain about this time? There's not you know enough caring. I mean? like, There's not enough caring in this movie. It's right. So <laughs> I think. So I have a few. Theory. One, I don't think. Even though this movie can be scarier at home by yourself watching it on Peacock, I don't think it's as fun as being in the theater with everyone watching it. So yeah. there's that. 
I, as far as there not being that many kills, there's been like what twenty something kills if you count everybody up in if, the movie. Yeah, probably if not more. Like this ain't Squid Game, <laughs> y'all not killing hundreds of people. Spoiler alert. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so. At the end of the day, it's not going to be perfect. I think people are looking for a perfect um, movie. Possibly, like you said, they want something deeper because they're saying the plot is done. But what do you, if the movie takes place right after the other one, which maybe they have an issue with that in itself. But if it does, the town is in disarray, there are murders. What exactly do you think is going to take place that would be different? The town is going to be in chaos, and that's what it was. Now, maybe it could have been more chaos, sure. But it was still a fun movie. And and I would ask, what is your favorite Halloween movie, and what does that have that this one does not, if you didn't like right. it? Right. Because I, I don't think... Has there been a Halloween movie where there's more kills than this one? Um, probably um, Rob Zombie Halloween too, which mm. is funny because I seen a tweet yesterday saying that um they hated this movie, hated this movie. I'm gonna put on Rob Zombie's Halloween too to <laughs> get this movie out of my mind. What? What? Bro, now don't get me wrong. I had mixed emotions with Rob Zombie's Halloween too. I went into loving it, well not loving it, but I went up to liking it to really disliking it to actually saying, you know what, I actually get this movie and I actually understand why people maybe enjoy this film. Yes, I do have problems with that movie, much like Halloween Kills, but I think I have more problems with Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 than I actually have with Halloween Kills. Um, Because Rob Zombie, what he was trying to do to Michael was just all over the place. Now, I will say, the um, people's complaining about Haddonfield in this movie, look how Rob Zombie did Haddonfield in his first two um, Halloween movies. You like what the fuck was that? <laughs> and then, and then on Halloween too, Michael Myers walking around like a fucking hobo because you're humanizing him, and mm-hmm. then he's talking. The only thing I would give him is that the kills were brutal in Halloween too, which was like one of my favorite parts. And then this, uh, the cinematography, the cin- cinematography was great. Yeah. I actually love Rob Zombie, and I give him his props for doing that. Like hey, every time you watch a movie, he does give. Um, you know, good. I know, I know but, in all of his movies, I'm going to be in for some shit visually. I do know that. And I know that the right. characters are going to be cursing up a storm. And yeah. <laughs> You're going to have white people with greasy long hair because that's what, that's his aesthetic. They're cursing up a storm. They're all trailer trash looking mostly. Like, but people don't get upset with that. But y'all getting mad at, you know, this head and feel, you know, this version, this plot, like, like, it, it, it's just, it baffles me, like, what people's complaining about this movie. And then the funny thing is, too, I feel like if this movie five, ten years, maybe even 15, 20, everybody's going to be on this movie's dick. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to love this fucking movie. Because that's how it works, you know? But At the end of the day, you can't please everyone, right? So, And everybody has different tastes. So, yeah. sure, you may not like this. Cool. Fine. But their reasons are ridiculous, though, Michael. It's just like, <laughs> all right... You don't like this movie? That's fine. You know, movies are subjective. We all we all have our different opinions on film. That's fine. But your reason for disliking this movie is dumb. Like, I just don't get it. Like, yeah, I get it. Like, we all can agree about the choppiness and the editing. Fine. Mm-hmm. There's other films out there that have the same problems, but they're still good movies. But you're saying, oh, well, this movie was fun, but it's not a good movie. Okay, I actually can take that. 
because some people say 2018 is an actual movie where this one is more of a fun like a fun ride uh-huh. you know, and i see you know what i can see that because 2018 you it is built more like a, a actual right there's a, a, a actual uh like an actual plot michael's back you know he's led out by dr sartain Lori's preparing this 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 has happened it's a little bit more focus on Lori and her um preparation for michael and her how her family is handling her uh stress well, and you stuff know, when michael it's, escapes it's also in the first one there's a beginning middle and end i feel yes. like this movie it's it is i guess technically the middle movie it, but it feels like just the middle of a movie and it doesn't necessarily have a beginning and an end but it's also because it takes place the same night and po- yes. partially because Michael ain't dead. So we know it's open-ended and it continues. So it doesn't feel yeah. like a complete movie. So that I can get. Yeah, I um, think that's why people are is upset too because like you said, it's no beginning, middle, and it's just the middle. But if you think about it, like you said, this is the middle movie. <laughs> right. you still got another movie to look forward to. Uh, and it's, And that's how they begin there like all right, when the last Halloween ended it ended like abruptly like you just see Lori and Allison and Karen in the back the camera goes up to their knife and then that's it I was pissed when I left the movie theater I'm like why would it end like that <laughs> but then I thought about it I'm just like you know what there's plans for two other movies and if they, if those are continuations from this one then I have a feeling that it's going to pick up right after how this one ended. Mm-hmm. But then again, you also could look at it, look at 2018 and say, you know what? If they ended 2018 like that, that's fine. Like you just see Michael, you don't actually see him burn, but you know that he's down there with the fire. Cool. When he was on a, when they were on a truck, it just um, points to the other uh, camera goes to Allison's knife, and then that's it. You just see that there's a, a passing down of the knife to Allison from Lori. And then she's like the new Laurie Strode. So I can see it being both ways, but we already knew that we was going to get two other movies. So it, I looked at it, I said, like, you know what? I can't really be mad at this anymore. So when the, when this movie opened up, I was excited because it didn't exactly literally open up right after the first movie, but it's still connected. Like we see Cameron walking from the party after he fucked up with Allison. So you know that this movie is connected to that one. You cannot go in watching this movie not seeing 2018 because you're going to be lost as fuck. So you have to right. watch that one, you know? So that's why it doesn't bother me because I know what I'm getting myself into. I know, especially again, with the title like Halloween Kills and how they've been hyping this movie up. I know this movie is just meant to be fun. It's not meant to be taken too serious while I'm looking at like, oh, well, this person emotion is this and oh oh my gosh like did you see that she cried right on cue like no I'm not gonna like look at the movie for it yeah, and everybody, every movie every movie does it. not have to be like that either there's some movies that are just meant to be fun now maybe this is supposed to be a mixture of both maybe it dropped the ball somewhere which is fine but to say it's bad or dumb is a little strange but Maybe just ain't for you. Cool. It just ain't for you. And I'm okay with yeah. that. I am okay with I'm that. Okay with it's just strange. And I see you know what? When I've seen, uh, I've definitely seen posts where somebody will be praising the movie and there are people real quick to be up in there. Yes, but it was stupid as a motherfucker. And they got to yeah. put their tweets in there as well, which yeah. uh, we're not going to get into this, but I there was a little 
mini sitch about the screen trailer as well, right? Uh, so people feeling the need to, I guess, quote unquote, rain on somebody's parade, right? Cool, you don't like it. It's so you can add your post. That I didn't like this shit because of da 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 da, blase blah, and all the people who don't like it. I, like I don't mind the difference in opinion and you know having a discussion about it, but it's, it's kind of dumb to be arguing about the shit. I ain't making no money from this damn movie, so I ain't arguing about it. Right. I feel the same way. Like, that's why when I put that tweet and all those people, majority of those people that comment were negative about Halloween Kills. And I just liked it. I didn't... I didn't <laughs> now, old Bobby from, like, maybe 10 years ago would have been responding and cursing everybody the fuck out because I did my best to defend things that I love and like. But then as I got older, it's just like what you said. It's like, yeah, but everybody got their own opinion. These movies are subjective. This is how they feel. Maybe they're just doing this just so they can hit, like rant and nobody else listens to them. So this is their opportunity. Maybe they're just doing this just so they just want to just, you know, maybe they actually do like the movie and they just want to be negative Nancy just because, so they can get a reaction. Because there are people out there like that. So I don't even like respond to those people anymore. I just like let them say their thing. I like yeah. it. And I'm just like, that's that's your thoughts. It's okay. But I'll try my best to remember if you talk shit about this movie and then all of a sudden, like maybe a few a couple months later, you'd be like, you know what? That movie was the best. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, okay. Sure. Okay, Bob. So. <laughs> and that just might happen. I mean, it's it's the way the world works. People, yeah. it, it's interesting just watching how people are. I, I definitely enjoy bonding and talking about horror movies with people. I don't really get into the argument about it, unless you try me. But yeah. I, I don't see the point. You didn't like the movie? Cool. Yeah. You liked it? Like, I want to cool. know the reasons why you liked, didn't like the movie, but... And that's not going to change, like, my mind about anything. That's just how you feel about it. But I also want to know the reasons why you like movies as well. Like, what is your favorite part? Why did you like this? Because I might like the same thing. Like, I like talking movies with people. And sometimes I would even say maybe even debating where it's not necessarily an argument. Mm -hmm. But when somebody feels a certain way about something, but I have a different opinion or vice versa. Like, I don't mind a nice, good, friendly debate on maybe... And that's going to be Maybe the, uh, the... mythology of michael myers or his origin or something like i might feel one way where you might feel another way but we can go back and forth and be like you know what i can respect it or you know you can respect it or you might actually give me more insight right. things where i might change my mind so i don't mind things like that because we're adults you know i mean there's no point of arguing over a movie that we didn't even make that we're not in we're not making coin off of and it's just it's, it's ridiculous so I'm just happy that this movie is just getting, you know, a lot of uh, feedback, regardless if it's negative. Mm-hmm. Um, it did 50 million in the first two days, I believe. So obviously, without, you know, without even being watched on Peacock. So obviously it's doing something. So. Yeah, Michael, he brings in the money. So sure we're going to get one more. And um, yeah, let's end it on that Halloween thing, because I feel like we could continue going on that. Well, before we go, what would you rate this movie? Cause I always gotta get people rating. So, Ooh. what would you give it out of a? I like this more than the 2018 one. So, okay, 2018 I would have given like a three. So this one for me is about a four. It is missing something, but I don't know what that something is for me personally. But okay. I'm gonna give it a four because I was entertained from beginning to end. Yes. What about you? All right, so 
when I first seen this movie, I I was at high, and I will say I was being just. I was just super hyper, so I, I gave it a five, but then I calmed down. <laughs> <laughs> I calmed down. I, I drank my tea, and I said, okay, uh, Bobby, it's, you know, it's not that deep. I don't think it's a five. I even said it in our group chat, and I think Ryan X'd or something, and I said five, but I'm going to have to take that back. But I give it a four as well. I gave it a four on my letterbox uh, because the more I think about it, there are scenes in the movie that Again, like the whole mob scene in the hospital, like I mm. could do without. The movie got preachy at a lot of points. Um, I said this in my review as well, where you they're just preaching too fucking much, and there's a lot of dialogue in this film that I felt like these characters wouldn't say. Like, what human being talks this way? It yeah. really felt like it was written off of a poem or something like that. That's how it felt to me. Especially and Tommy like, and Lori. Tommy, the scene where he's like, practicing swinging the bat and then like red light is on his face and he's saying yes. something night night over and over again i was like sir let's get to this right? i'm like what it's not that serious you ain't gonna, like he was chasing your ass down in 78 bitch like you just see him through I mean, the window and that was it so i mean it does show he's a good actor i guess but to me yeah. that's not this kind of movie also, side note, before we go, I just got something to say. To you motherfuckers that watch horror movies at home, y'all need to turn the lights out. Yes. Put some headphones on if you can. And don't and yes, and turn off your distractions. You don't need to be on your phone tweeting and shit while you're watching movies. You need to be immersed in it if you're gonna watch a horror movie. Because they need to be the first ones to say, oh, that movie's wet. But meanwhile, they're on their phones. They're being distracted. They're not doing it. They're not setting a scene. Even in movie theaters, you got people that go see a movie that's talking throughout the whole entire time. They're on their phones. And they're not watching the movie. And then they saying the movie's wet. And then they blame it on, well, the movie was corny, so that's why I wasn't giving No. You just wasn't <laughs> watching the fucking movie. Like, that pissed, that's one of my biggest pet peeves when I, like... I'm invite friends over, or if I'm watching yes. movies with people, and they've yes. never seen it before, and they and they wanted to see the movie, but they're on their phone like maybe sixty percent of the time, and I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, watch the movie. And I've like, done I'm the that. Dude that, that. I have definitely that. Like, I'll done that. I set the, I set the tone. Like, I turn off the lights. I turn on my like loudspeaker. I'll like I try to set that vibe because you have to be immersed inside these movies, you know. Mm. So you're absolutely right, right, Michael. I think that like uh, you got to think about in the theater. It's dark. It's loud. Yeah. You are in the movie basically. So you need to have that same experience at home, or it's going to like I'm definitely be on my phone if it's some bullshit. Uh, if that's not horror, and that I'm not interested, that I get. But if it's a yeah. movie that I need to be scared by I'm going to be paying attention. So right. that's just that's my only request. Um yes. that's it. Um but I so well I'm gonna talk to you later about American Horror Story because I have my mind is now thinking about that for some reason. Oh, but, oh yeah we got we got more we have to talk about we that. We're gonna close this out. So I want to thank <laughs> you again Bobby for shedding lights on the brilliance of Halloween. And uh, thank you for joining me again. And I hope to have you back. You, Mark, Ryan, we're going to have a little themed episode soon. I'm trying, I don't really know how many people I can have on this thing at the same time. I'm hoping there's a good amount because I want to do some more interactive shit. Yeah, I think you do enough because I know um, Kill the Dead, they can, they usually have, like when I was on, it sounds like I've been on here with uh, 
there's three of them, and then this time it was me and Ryan. Mm-hmm. So maybe five. Okay. I don't know. I'll ask. I don't know. Let's see. Yeah. But no, I would love to come back. Thanks for having me to talk about you know this wild ass fun crazy movie. <laughs> I it's one of my favorites. I don't know where it's gonna fall on my ranking of Halloween movies, but I'm gonna figure that out soon. Um, but thank you again for inviting me. This was a lot of fun to talk about and uh, especially another Michael fan, Michael Anthony. It's funny too because I was getting confused when we were talking about Anthony Michael Hall and I'm just like, well, your name is Michael. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even think of that. My name is Michael Anthony. But I was thinking of the dude from Dexter because his his is Michael C. Hall. That's his name. Michael C. Hall, yeah. I was about to combine their names. This is all over the place. But yeah, thanks again for inviting me. I would love to come back and just keep killing it on your podcast. You're just going to do wonderful and great things. I appreciate it. I'm learning every single day. And the birds screaming in the background is going to stay there because I'm not taking that out. So (laughs) that's going to be too much. All right. But uh, thank you all again for listening. Uh, Tune in next time. And you can find Bobby. Bobby, give him your uh, channel again. Yes, you can follow me, uh, well, subscribe to me and like my videos at Bobby Likes the Spooky on YouTube. Uh, again, I do uh, horror movie reviews, theme ratings, and collabs. Uh, Michael is very familiar with my collabs because he's always on them yes. usually. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you can just find me there on YouTube just floating around, having fun. Yes, go check out his review on Halloween as well, Halloween Kills as well. Yes, it should be out now. Oh, good. So I need to see. I need to go to them comments because I want to see what people saying. Probably nothing yet because <laughs> maybe check tomorrow. Give it twenty four hours. I'm not that popular <laughs> yet. <laughs> we gonna get there. All right. Well, you all have a good night. I will see you next good time. Night. You know. I heard a little rumor that you silly immortals thought that evil would die tonight. (laughs) How comical. You can't kill evil. It's ingrained in everything and everyone. And as you all saw in this film, your greatest heroes can be pushed to the dark side. So ponder on that while you fall asleep to golden girls to avoid the nightmares. (laughs) Good night.